Was that a pig? Hey, he made the sound and Rob looked up like, what? God damn it, someone's trying to do their Sean Connery. I I got family. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Vin Diesel. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just do it. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Are you not entertained? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen. I didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, but hold on. Hold on. The difference between this. Hold on. Let's do this. Word. So, this is the ROC return of the critics. I am obviously based. I'm the head of the table. Uh, to my left, looking very wispy. The fuck's that mean? You dropped the shit on the floor. You I dropped the tomatoes. No, on no, the floor. you placed the shit. Nobody wrong. else dropped shit on the floor Nobody besides else you. The refrigerator door. Well, you're the, you're the one who took who the booby trap. Who put the tomatoes there? I did. I okay, opened the so fridge and it didn't close. Take some responsibility for your actions. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> there next, were tomatoes. A gentleman. Yeah, there were tomatoes. <laughs> there were. Yeah. So, gentlemen's here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and next to him, the pretty one is here. Hey, everybody. Word. And at the end of the table, rounding out the table. Chunk as the belly of Voltron. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> On the right side of the table, Mr. El Presidente Eli himself. And yourself, what's up, y'all? He was going to be given uh, the drip a, a sweater or shirt or something, and yeah. the drip is here also. Mm. Mm. Yeah. When yes, so this year. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, thank you. yeah, that's good shit. Hey, it came down to the last fucking game of the season, dude. Yeah. So, long story short, Eddie and I have this ongoing bet throughout the years. What, past four years? Five? Uh, I think four. Four years. Whoever's uh, track record is better than 49ers or Cowboys, loser has got to pay up. So That's a buy him an p- article of clothing. Whether it be a Other jersey, team. hat, sweater, or something. Yeah. So. Or thong. So. I got you some Iron Maiden thongs, Eddie. <laughs> It's fucking gross. The number of the beast. <laughs> so today, today we do. The number is one inch. <laughs> so today we do have guests here um, for our war month. A uh, couple military guys. Uh, Min is here. He has a mic. There you go. How you guys doing? <laughs> and also, Alan is also here. Hey, good to be here. Word. So we're gonna kick it to uh, hopefully Mr. everybody Abuzante. weathered that storm getting here. You mean the light rain? Gotcha. Uh, Eli is on the news. Mr. Elpinson, go for it. So I'm breaking this down to sections. So this is the work in progress. So you guys can chime in at any point. Uh, so this week on death toll, I have a couple of people that passed. At least away. we're starting off on a positive. <laughs> <laughs> All the people that died this week, or, I'm sorry, are not alive anymore. There you go. There you so, go, Spotify. There you go. <laughs> so we have Ken Block. He was a rally driver, or he was also known for like the ra- racing game icon. Um, he died uh, on, well, this month. Then we also have uh, James. This month? <laughs> no. <laughs> Motherfuckers, this news in the last week. <laughs> this past week. It's only day nine. <laughs> day nine. And well. We have also well, then uh, this year works too, right? Oh, this year. Okay, we're trying a, a new, new format. Yeah, this is format. the first one. So bear with me. And he went to 2022. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, James Buster. He was uh, dead at 72. He's the one of the owners for Dave & Buster's co-founder. So oh, he, shit. He passed away. Uh, Chris Ledesma, dead at 64. He's he's also known for uh, Simpsons, legend. He's been with them uh, for yeah, 33 yeah. years. This motherfucker wrote through the obituaries. <laughs> 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 no, just like a quick note. Okay, go ahead. Uh, just he, just, he just Googled death. <laughs> <laughs> and this, all this came up. Born uh, at 327 in the <laughs> afternoon in a small town in Springfield. This last guy grew up to be in The Simpsons, and now he's dead. And now he's like, dead. He was last wearing a sweater. <laughs> it, was, it was 12.01 on the first. Woof. Made it. <laughs> Let's go, Eli. Got one. There you go. Uh, I'm butchering his name. Earl Bowen. Uh, he was dead at 81. He's known as the actor in, in uh, Terminator. Who was he yes. in the Terminator? He was uh, one of the officers in the offices, right? He was in Terminator 2. He was one of the officers in the psychiatric ward. Oh, he was the head He's yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. one. He's when he's telling uh, uh, Freaky oh, yeah. Face, yes. I can make a career out of uh, yeah. Reese. Yeah, that, yeah. that guy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Adam Rich, dead at 54. He's uh, known on 8 is Enough. He was one of the young actors. He's dead at 54. Mm, Other than that, that's all I got for... That's Thank all today for debts. That's all we got for the positive news. Let's move on to the sad stuff. Thank God, Eli. You're killing everybody. Uh, this week on Celebrity News, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger encourages he's terrible... He's still alive, right? Yes, he's still okay. alive. <laughs> he's actually encouraging all of his fans to do terrible impressions of him. So if you guys have terrible impressions... I did see like, that shit. So he's, he's happy uh, about that. Unfortunately, I don't have terrible <laughs> do it, impressions. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know don't do it. do it. You know you want to no. do it. <laughs> No, season five. Is we want to add to the intro. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Whenever you tell me to do an impression, it's it's like I'm calming. <laughs> That's why I hit the gym five times. I come every time. Today I'm calming. I'm calming. Every come five times a day. Chill. Get to the chopper. <laughs> you want to know? Is he, is and that he, was the worst uh, one ever. Arnold in the room. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Uh, let me see. Uh, if you guys know, Jeremy Renner suffered uh, an injury from a snowplow where his chest was uh, collapsed. He's actually recovering very well. We talked about that last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Then yep. yep. You weren't here. here. Yeah, I wasn't no. here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all the, all, well, we, all the people that were on time got to talk about it. Oh. You turned off your own mic. Sorry, the thing did. There you go. Anyway, I think we talked about it, it, bringing it up that he got hit, but it was his, but it was saving somebody. That why it happened. Oh, is that why it happened? Yeah, uh, he was saving a woman or whatever. I don't know if it was out of a car or whatever. He but does know he's not he a superhero, right? He does know he's not actually you know a superhero. That he's, a, he's a good really human, superhero. Right? <laughs> Jesus. He shoots arrows. I'm, I'm more right. concerned. So does Robin Hood. Is he a hero? Yeah, he steals from the fucking rich and gives to the poor. I didn't get shit from him. I'm more concerned about when You're Eli white. You're says, not poor. did you know? Now, do, do we did know who know? Jeremy Renner is? Yeah, or that he got ran over by Oh, you should do what he does. But like Hawkeye died. You mean Jeremy Renner? Yeah. You just do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye, there you go. We already yeah. All right. Yeah. If you, you watch go. Glass Onion, he's got a salsa that's going around. He do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a hot sauce. Hot sauce. So there's gossip that uh, Aaron Taylor is being considered to be the next James Bond. He, they saw him oh, uh, talking to the creative team of 007, so that's the current gossip on well, that. If you saw Bullet Train, though, he was really good in that. Yeah. He was. I could, yeah, I could see him fucking taking that role, man. Definitely. Uh, Last of Us uh, release date is coming up on the 15th. God damn, now you broke it. Oh, Holy that's shit. the one Rob broke. That's the same one Rob broke. Never mind. Touch this motherfucker. <laughs> I, I said it too before. So, hey, that's the one Rob broke. I don't like being blamed for everything. <laughs> Drop the tomatoes, broke a mic stand. The tomatoes were ill placed. Good Monday for y'all. Um, 
So in general news, DC fans are fucking going berserk because uh, Matthew uh, Rosenberg's bonus story knocked upside down. That was published. Uh, the Joker, the man who who stopped laughing, the Joker becomes pregnant. Yeah, everybody's uh, all, all over social media talked about it. They're not a fan of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I'm sorry. So, so what's this? I, I didn't hear about this. The Joker's yeah. pregnant. The Joker's pregnant. pregnant. They made him pregnant. They made him pregnant. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go find that book. It's yeah, called uh, yeah, yeah. the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, and it's written by uh, Matthew Rosenberg. I mean, I don't think it's funny. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I don't think it'd be funny if I was pregnant. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wouldn't know who it would be, huh? I don't or mother. <laughs> Haven't you seen the movie Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he gets pregnant? Well, going back to our uh, surprisingly, hey, hey, no. 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 Hey, going back to the first no. intro, maybe your feet will be warm then. Oh. No, because no, it's fat. That's why. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. So Wells Fargo VP Shankar Mishra was fired for urinating on a passenger on a plane. What's wrong with that? He's going to be, hey, if he gets whoa, locked whoa, whoa. up, he's next to uh, so did R. He Kelly. Like, did he, like, do it on purpose, or was he, like, just drunk and, like, oh, shit, I'm pissing? Uh, uh, that, I didn't get too much detail. I just saw the... Well, Eli, we need fucking details, details. buddy. <laughs> when you get into piss stories, See? I'm going to want details. Hey. <laughs> you just want to know if it was a sippy cup or not, right? Mm. Look, I know I've been pretty drunk before and, like, wandered around a room where I was trying to piss in a corner. Somebody had to, like, direct me, like, no, 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 no. Outside. <laughs> they didn't even let me use the restroom. And then, uh... 50 Cent was announcing that he's going to be working on an 8 Mile TV series after receiving approval from Eminem. So that's in the works. And uh, last but not least, there was a six-year-old student who's in custody after shooting the teacher in Rich Neck Elementary School. I heard about that. So we'll leave it on that. Eli, you know how to start us off and end us off, too. You're welcome. So I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) going to pay a bill right now. Feeling dirty? Feeling that the day has left you unclean? Don't reach for that generic soap or body wash. Reach for the soap that not only cleans your body, but takes you on a beautiful, sud-filled journey. Benford's beautiful soaps will leave you refreshed, clean, and smelling so, so good. So next time the day has you feeling dirty, just reach for BBS. It's love. Every sud. Word. Yes, Rob? Uh, I want some more of that Dirty Daenerys' clean hole soap. I don't think that's what it's called. I think think it's called like Dragon Scales or some shit like that. Dragon Scales? It's something. I don't know what it's called. Danny's Dragons. It's Danny's Dragons. I call it Danny's Kisses. There you go. That's a good name. That's a good name. I need some more of that, man. I went through it. I'm done. I went through that whole bar and I loved it. It was so good. I wouldn't take any of the Anna Kendrick kisses, but. I would. Why are you guys hating on Anna Kendrick? I don't hate her. I just don't want to make out with trannies, bro. Bro, she's not. Why would you do that? I'm kidding. I would totally make out with trannies. Hey, there she goes. She's going to castle us. Now she was on our next episode. Uh, horrible. <laughs> horrible. So, uh, sports this week. Um, it was the last week of the season in the NFL. Um, the the Lions beat the Packers to keep them out Boom. of the playoffs. Um, Port Niners won. Dallas lost. Seating didn't really do anything. You think that's it for Rodgers? No. If, if Rodgers stays, he makes uh, $48 million. 
if, if <laughs> hold on, if he leaves, just the Packers, so everybody knows Allen's <laughs> reacting. Yeah, like, hey, just get no, that but he didn't even have a mic. And no, but the great thing, no, but the great thing about that is, if he leaves, the if he leaves and the Packers let him go, the Packers owe fifty four million dollars. If he retires, the Packers owe fifty eight million dollars, and if they just cut him, they owe fifty million dollars. There's no way they're getting rid of him. You'd have to trade him, and he'd have to be like, "All right, I will, I will not take my my, bon- my bonus it. money." He'd eat his money. Yeah, he'd eat forty million dollars. That that ain't happening. So uh, yeah, where does Derek Carr go? Uh, the Jets. The, the Jets. Somewhere in the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good. He's just from a shitty team. He won't go no, to the I Bears. Know, yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be the Jets. It could be the Bucks because Carolina's not staying. It could be Carolina. But Devontae Adams did say that if he if Carr leaves, he will be leaving. Because well, that's the guy that threw to him. Yeah. So well, I thought I thought he talked about how he was going to stay there. That's where he always wanted to go. Yeah, that was. But Carr was the main reason why he went. The only, he even said it. The only reason. The only reason why he went after that recently. A yeah, few, a few days. Yeah, ago, yeah he, he said, said that. But let's be honest. Like Jacob said, said that too, and they interviewed him again. He was just like, "Well, if I'm not here, I'm not here." Like. Obviously, you're not here. Well, like, yeah, but you know that's that thing of like I don't want to really, really be here. I want to see where um, Brady ends up going. Brady's going to be like either a 49er or be a 49er. Yeah, or he's, it's it's going to be somewhere. No, he's not going to be a Raider. Okay. Their their team's in shambles. Like he's not going to go there and he get hit. Cannot run for his life anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. They do not have a pocket presence. Yeah. So and then uh, fantasy. I am a co-champion of fantasy. Why are you shaking your head, Chunk? Why are you shaking your head? Are you upset because you lost this week? The least humble winner ever. That's not true. That's, That's not, not true. Because if I would have won, I'd be throwing in all your faces. <laughs> yeah, Rob doesn't even Don't win worry. at Mario. He hasn't gotten there. I come and announce that I'm undefeated at Mario. Even though like, you can literally see he lost, and he's like, I won. I, dude, I spanked all I of you. I was the second winner, buddy. There you go. Second winner. There you go. When we do the high if score tally, it says not Rob. And it means him. Yeah. So I I am a co-champion this year uh, with Sam and uh, Eddie uh, won third and Chunk rounded out at fourth. So me and Eli Eli didn't come in last. You you didn't come in last. They won't get the balls. The ball's trophy. coming home with us. I'm good with that. It's true. That's winning. I heard on the news on the way in here that the uh, the guy that had the heart attack on the football field is recovering. Yeah, that is oh, a damn released. miracle. Yeah, he got released. Yeah, he got yeah, released. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's home now. Yeah, he's being they had him on a back in, had him on like a breathing machine or breathalyzer or yeah. something. They had it some sort of tube in him. Yeah. Yeah. So so his car would start the breathalyzer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up! I've had to use those a couple times. Uh, yeah, so Hamlin is is back in Buffalo. I think he went home, and then he went back to the hospital. Yeah, he's back in he's back in Buffalo, but in the hospital. Yeah, so he went home then to see the rest of his family, and then went back to the hospital. But you got to remember that a dude was dead for like two minutes yeah. on on the field, and then he died again in the ambulance. Oh shit! And you know, so yeah, there is God. Mm. Um, any other news for for sports? Anybody have anything? No. No, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of coach head coaches got fired. Oh, well, yeah. got it's fired. Black Monday that happens yeah. after every NFL yeah. season. If you had a bad record, you know your ass is getting fired. Yeah. Arizona coach, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Indy, Texans, Indy. Texans. Uh, oh, cool. What else? There was literally a picture that I saw. Earlier. Yeah, it was like, like, like five coaches. It was, it was like a hit list of people yeah. being fired. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it happens. Flores, Flores will probably be a head coach again. Really? Yeah, he yeah, will. Flores. So yeah, that, that that was our sports. Very quick, very to the point. Um, the movie of the week is now Fury. 
So we posted it on our on our IG. Some of us posted our own IGs. I put it on the ROC IG for some people that had their um, their mics, except for two people that didn't get it into me. So I'm not going to say people's names. Mike, call them out. Who was Gentlemen. it? Who are we going to fucking yell? Me? You. Oh, let's not use names, buddy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I think I gave you a prediction of what my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you watched the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll let you I, go I, first. I put, I put it on like right after, uh, right after I, you told me. Uh, well, look, I really like Brad Pitt, so that's why I said when you asked me what was my rating for it, I'm like, it's probably going to be between a 3.5 and a 4, just general. Uh, I generally like Brad Pitt. I think he makes good selections as far as the movies he uh, does. Not everything he's done has been super golden, but like... For the most part, if he's in it, I'm probably going to like it. Uh, I really like this movie. Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, my kind of take on it without kind of spoiling anything was like, you know, and it kind of starts off that, you know, they're cleaning the, the tank already because one of their, uh, you know, one of their fellow, uh, um, I don't know what you would call them in the tank, um, but one of the guys in the tank had, had, had died. Um, and so they were taking him home. So uh, the take I kind of got on the movie is like, you know, these guys kind of lost their humanity, you know, they're just kind of the war had withered them away and then they brought that young kid in and like it seemed like at first they were trying to you know break him down and bring him down to to their level if you will um and then it seems like uh, uh <clears throat> he kind of sacrificed a little bit of his humanity to become you know a soldier like the rest of them but by doing that brought them back up and made them realize that like not everything was fucking garbage um I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it, unless you guys want to spoil it, and that's fine. Yeah, we're but, gonna spoil it. Okay, I, I really liked it, man. I thought it was good. I kind of, kind of knew how it was gonna end. I mean, like it was pretty, in, in my eyes, predictable. Like the outcome for it, you know, kind of has a almost a Saving Private Ryan kind of feel to it. Uh, but I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. There's some great lines in it. Um, you know, it was really good. I give it. I definitely give it a four. I liked it a lot. Okay, pretty. Was it really good? It was okay. I'm like, sure. really, really good? Because I heard really, look, really good. Look, yeah, I just really have a good. crush on Brad Pitt. It was Mo better. He licked um, an egg. <clears throat> I thought all the actors were good, too, then. I like, actually, I'm sorry. Let me cut you off. But, <laughs> but I'm going to say something before you say something. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, like, a Shiloh LaBeouf. But, like, he did great in that He movie. was fucking awesome in that. Yeah. Movie. All right, go ahead. Definitely has his moments when I think of Shiloh LaBeouf. And I think this one was, was one of those great ones. Um, a very loud... Robust movie. Um, when you have the surround sound, it is constantly going off, so it's just noise back and forth. Um, I'm a big person when I like when I like different war movies. I was noticing, I was thinking of like Apocalypse Now. I thought of Platoon. They amplify the fact of the quiet. They they let you anticipate what could happen. With Fury, it was just constant machine gun explosion, constant machine gun and explosion. There was never a moment for them to take a breath. And Brad Pitt describes it as. I'm just going across this area. I'm going across this country, continuing what I'm doing every day. He doesn't know where he fits into the war, just in the fact that he doesn't want to die and just keeps moving forward with his tank and his, his posse and crew. Um, for me, the movie was a four. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, got, got right into the action and was very consistent with it. But again, didn't hit enough moments for me to say I wanted a 4.5 or a, a perfect movie at a five. Chunky Bun I'm gonna be honest with you I haven't seen it since it probably came out um, I remember it being very good 
and like like uh, pretty. It, it reminded me of other movies, and I mean, for the most part, with all those all those movies, World War Two, like it's like they were talking about that. It's everything is just back to back to back. They go, they finish up with one battle, they're jumping right into another one, like not very much like downtime. Um, or they're on the way they get into a battle and they're but they're on the way to the battle they're originally assigned to kind of thing. Yeah. Um but and then I think the only other scene I actually remember from that is Shia Buff hiding under the tank. Oh, that right? was that was, was, was the other guy. guy. It's somebody ha- hiding under a tank. That's yeah, all I re- that's that all I remember Percy from Jackson. that. To be honest with you. Yeah. That Percy, Percy Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> but anyway, the lightning thief. Um, the lightning thief hid. Holy shit, that was him, huh? Yeah. No, no, he just got that right now. Because I never, I'd only seen clips of that fucking the Percy Jackson one, so I never actually watched it. But when I was watching, I'm like, kid's fucking familiar, but I can't place him. But like, whatever, I just kind of put it out of my head. But like right now, I'm like, oh shit. Logan really Lerman is that his name? Logan Lerman, the, the was that the young cat, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Norman in the, in the but movie. anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got on that. I, so you give it a four? Yeah, you give it a four. Yeah. Do we, what, do we want to go to Eli? We gonna, uh, well, I was going to ask Men if he's seen the movie. Yeah, I made him watch it. <laughs> you made him watch <laughs> it? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bully! Wow. All right, man. What do what you what do you think about the movie? Uh, it was it was good. I mean, like another other four or two movies. Movies that, that I, might, I might have seen. Uh, acting was good. Something were a little bit over the top for me. Uh, action was was pretty good. I enjoy seeing guys' heads get popped off like that. There were a lot of heads that got fucking popped <laughs> off, man. There's a couple of scenes I remember like watching. Like the guy would like poke his head out of the tank and like boom, it's gone. I'm like shit, they just fucking showed that. Yeah, it's uh, it was a good movie. So um, acting pretty good. The action was pretty good. A lot, a lot of the uh, the, the scene authentic- authenticity was was pretty good too. So I don't know, probably another four. I All guess. right. See, Alan, have you seen Fury? Yeah. Hey, yeah what would you give it? I thought it was a good movie, man. Uh, I give it a four as well. Uh, same. Some of the shit was over the top, but it was uh, pretty accurate. Um, as Rob was talking about the quotes, one quote. The ideals of peaceful history is violent. Oh, that was yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Shit. And. Uh, you know, it just uh, stuck out that the kid, um, eight weeks out of boot camp or eight weeks in the army total, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a boot camp. Mm-hmm. And um, he's at war. He had to grow up real quick, you know? you know? Well, that was the thing, too. He said, he's like, I've been learning how to type 60 right. words a minute yeah. for the last freaking eight weeks. Like, I'm not ready for this shit. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, but he got together. Speaking of getting together, uh, there was a scene that really stood out to me with Brad Pitt. And he kind of talked to his man and then he went to the side and had to like take a minute for himself take a minute that's some real shit you know he's a leader he's in a, a leadership position and you, you know you just can't do that in front of your guys they're looking at you for certain certain things you know yeah. so i think it was a good movie uh a lot going on like heads getting taken off um i think i saw one like one scene where like they were bulldozing bodies into like yeah. a hole or something like that so uh, you know i had my drink on hand <laughs> uh, well, you know, for the nerves, but you know, it was a, it was overall a good movie. I'm glad I watched it. Gotcha, Mister Eli. So it's <laughs> <laughs> got a whole fucking script. Here comes here the synopsis. Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, deep breath, everybody. All right, I'll make it brief. Did uh, brief bathroom break. Go bathroom for break. It. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, movie was releasing on uh, October 15, 2014. It made uh, 211. Sorry, yeah, two hundred eleven point eight million dollars. Um, 
as far as the film, I liked it a lot. I would give it a, a four, Mike's for sure. Uh, one of the things, scenes that freaked me out, I wasn't too sure what was going to happen, was where they stopped in the village and they were in the house with the two women. I was more worried about are they going to be abusive? Are they going to rape them? Are they in that traumatic scene, that, that war? Fuck it. But that whole silent scene, it was... It shook me because you, you can tell from both percep- perceptions that the soldiers just wanted to be calm. They wanted a moment to breathe. They wanted to just be at peace. But I was scared because I wasn't too sure if they, those girls were going to be victims. Go ahead. You're going to say something. I was up until the fact that John Bernal, Bernthal? Bernthal. Yeah, uh, walked in the room and fucked it all up, dude. I'm yeah. like, that guy in the whole movie, he's like, dude, whatever room I'm in, I'm going to fuck shit up. That, that's <laughs> always, he was always the loose cannon of the group. He's the guy in your crew, like your friends, that's always going to find the trouble. He's going to pick up on a girl that has a boyfriend that's standing right next to him, all of a sudden get you in a fight. He's that guy in that movie. And I was like, dude, that guy is always going to find it, no matter where he goes. True. But- he did steal that scene, that moment. So uh, yeah, if you guys but- haven't seen this film, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's very chilling for me, and it's, uh, like, like everybody says, nonstop action. You, you see the actors going in, in deep, I guess they they play their roles very well. It's very believable, in my opinion. Drip. Wait, hold on, Eli. What'd you give it? You gave it a four, huh? Yeah, four. Yeah, four. four. Sorry. Um, I always liked uh, war movies, especially like World War Two. So, like you know, obviously, say um, Private Ryan, um, The Pianist. Um, uh, you know, anything that has to do with World War Two. I don't know. I, I'm always intrigued with it. This one was actually a really, really good movie uh, for me. I give it a four point five. That whole scene at the end, dude, and it and it it shows to play that. You can have one area where it's just that, and it can give you so much in that same continuity. So they're in the tank, you know, in the whole last part, but it's so, like, there's so much going in, and then just in that one scene that I thought it was really, it was really, really great. I liked it. I mean, when they were dying in there, in the tank? <clears throat> well, when they had, like, the last ammunition, they're like, oh, we need to get more, so they had to get out and try to get Yeah, go get it. Yeah, yeah, you know? Um you know that one scene where they they were they threw in the the the, the dynamite sticks mm-hmm. and the guy just hovered over it so that you know, yeah he jumped on it yeah oh when he well I think that was his grenade that he he dropped trying to throw it and so like they're like grenade and so he covered covered the grenade and then the, the there's the other scene where the dynamite sticks got thrown in on Brad yeah. Pitt which okay so I like this movie but I gotta call fucking shenanigans because there was two dynamite sticks right next to Brad Pitt and then the kid went out the bottom of the tank and then later on when he comes back in there Brad Pitt's still just sitting there I mean like I get it he's passed on but like I don't I don't feel like he would be a whole person after two dynamite tanks or two dynamite sticks just blew up next to him yeah true Alright, I give this movie a 4.5 Obviously I picked this movie, I really like this movie It's really good um, The scene that you guys were talking about when they were up Having that moment of like serenity with the girls mm-hmm. And he got to get laid Because he might not have been able to get out of the war um, For me, one of the best parts was When the dude gets torched When the tanks are going along And he gets torched And he could have killed them on the gun Right there and like prevented all of it And he did it because he, he froze And they like, like Brad Pitt grabs him and then Jay Barrowthal grabs him and like just talks shit to him. He starts crying. Like that to me was like the part of that movie that, that just set it off for you to where you're sitting there and you're just like, yeah, you thought this kid was kind of like a little punk, but then he's not a punk because you see he's coming from war and all those guys were like that at first and that war hardened them to the point where they're just like, you know, we're just trying to make it out of here. 
Like we don't care how we make it out of here. We just want to make it out of here. So I think I think he confused two scenes though. What? There's the scene where they're cruising along, and then he sees the the kid, and he's the one the kid, uh, and he doesn't shoot the kid. Yeah, and it burns and, him. And he, well, no, and then. Then the kid fucking throws and they takes out, they kills one of the other guys. Oh, you're talking about when he burned alive. At yeah, the he end. burned. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about when they're in the town after they got the air raid. No. And then the, all those dudes were coming out and there was one on fire. And then the kid shoots him because he's like he doesn't want to see the man burn. <laughs> yeah, to no, death. that that and was like, him he just, just doing, let him fucking yeah, burn. That, 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 that was mercy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, not that. So sorry. Huh? Come on, when they went on the road. Yeah, yeah, they're going like towards the end where he's going on, he's, on their way to their first objective. Yeah, that okay. one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So I, I he's talking about the other one when they're in the town and they're rolling through and he sees the, the guy in the thing and doesn't shoot and the guy shoots the guy's legs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what he's talking about. And I'm then, talking about when they're on the uh, – wait, wait, wait to the, to, to the first uh, thing. Do you guys know what, what a Panzerfaust is? It's basically what they were shooting. It's, it's uh, rocket propel grenades that the Germans use. The, the, the greatest thing about uh, that weaponry system was because it's a two-delay system. It goes in. It punches through, through our very light armor from, from the tank. And then it splatters molten metal on the inside. So everything that's happening inside, the reason why they burn up is because oil, gasoline, uh, ammo is going to get cooked off. It's, it's basically so hot that guys are getting burned alive on the inside of the tank. That's fucked up. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that was the design of that weapon. That weapon wasn't just designed to defeat armor. It was designed to kill the people inside the armor. That makes a lot more sense. I want to say, well, now you know, but fuck. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you know now. Maybe you didn't want to know. <laughs> you know, right? You, know. you didn't know. Now you know. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, has the movie for next and, week. And this is why I brought men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was tossed. I was going between two movies since our, our theme is you know uh, you know war movies and whatnot. Uh, I was going to pick Full Metal Jacket because I really want the Eddie to watch that. But uh, I'm going to go, since we went with something kind of heavy this week, we're going to go something a little lighter. We're going to go with Stripes this week. <laughs> stripes. Yes. The most inaccurate army wow. movie ever. <laughs> yeah, you could have gotten in the army now, dude. Uh, yeah. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Nobody wants to watch that shit. Stripes, I actually just watched it uh, the, at the end of November. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched that yeah. yesterday. <laughs> and here we go. You are listening to the ROC. Don't you mean the return of the critics? Hey, everybody just wants to listen to the drip. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> oh, man. Let's just start this thing. So before we get into the interview portion, uh, war military part of our uh, discussion this week, uh, we want to give a shout out to um, Moose, who is Pretty's lovely daughter, who is a softball uh, monster. Um, Feliz cumpleaños. Yes, yes, yes. It was her 10th birthday, right? Your 10th birthday. Yep. Get it. Get Ooh. it. Yeah, she got all kinds of fun stuff for her birthday, but we're happy to celebrate it. Happy looking forward to the scenes in the softball. Um, with the rain, they delayed her tryout, so we'll see when that comes up. But gotcha. um, looking good. But yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Moose, or people that don't coincide M's. Uh, hey, Maddie. so wait. So her, her, since her birthday so <laughs> so close to Christmas. I do, didn't know. Do, do you give her birthday slash Christmas gifts, or does she get them separate? Oh, no, she gets separate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. She got uh, she got a pair of um, fry boots. 
Um, my wife wears fry boots. She loves fry boots. If you know what fry boots, you know how hella expensive they are. But nope. thank God she got them, I guess. That's what happens when you, you have daughters. Can you get that Ross or Marshalls? No. Yeah, that ain't happening. That's so what happens when you have daughters. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Sarah, it ain't <laughs> happening. You can't even get them at the Nordstrom's rack, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Having a daughter gets expensive, yeah, right? Is. After like like eight, nine, like my daughter got an iPhone when she was like nine. So yeah. right after that's when it starts getting bad. So then Rob's going to ask, hey, well, what did you get her for Christmas? Because, you know, hey, I want to compare the two together. And she got, shit. She got, I'm she assuming got, socks for those fucking boots. She got a fucking small <laughs> island. That's what she got. She got AirPods for this year uh, for Christmas and uh, a couple other big things I can't even remember offhand. She uh, but she also got a batting cage to put in the backyard. So. Oh, what? Slick. <laughs> Wow. That's sick. You know, you know, I'm up for adoption, buddy. Yeah, yeah straight from <laughs> Home Depot right or what? Every, the little uh, stocking that says Rob, you'll fit right into it. Yeah. So. <laughs> you'll get Rob's SSI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's ARP, buddy. Come on, get it right. Yeah. So this week we are going to be talking to Men and Allen about the military. So either one of you guys want to throw it to him or ask him. Question while I finish my uh, glizzy right now. Well, I, I thought maybe maybe if they were okay with it, they could just give us a little rundown of their, their military history, their, their background in it, and they can tell us a little bit. And then we I figured we maybe go into questions after that. Uh, who wants to go first, man, Alan? Man, you're going first. I see you looking. You got a uh, mic in front of you already. Hello. Yes. So, uh, man and fam, I'm a I'm a former captain, U.S. Army. Uh, spent first six years enlisted, um, U.S. Army Ranger. And then uh, took a little break, went to school, went back in, and I finished out my uh, my time with the uh, First Armored Division. So, so you left to go to school, and then went back into the army. What'd you yeah. go to school for? Uh, I started off uh, engin- engineering, switched to criminal justice, finished off at sociology. Well, crazy! That's a wild journey. Yeah. Would you want to become a police officer or something? Oh God, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I I'm happy to hear that, but. Just because I'm in within a uh, so, so actually kind of fit the uh, distance. the uh, criteria of like talking to a lot of tribal elders. We do a lot of shuras over there, um, a lot of meetings over there. Uh-huh. So um, understanding so- social networking, all that kind of stuff, stuff that I'm not very very good at. I- I'm not a very good people person at all. No, yeah, yeah. you're coming across <laughs> as an amazing person. person. <laughs> Yeah, so so that was just like a necessary skill to kind of all learn. Just uh, like, oh yeah, you know, I, you know, you gotta fake it till you make it, kind of thing. Like, you know, fake the I'm so sorry for your loss. Let me build you a well. Yeah, and yeah, you faked it really well, there, buddy. <laughs> Can you, I'm really feeling your empathy there. Can you point me to where the bad men's are? Okay, <laughs> my fingers are just so itchy right now. So please, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it was um, uh, it was a good time. I I spent a lot of time uh. I do a lot of ground combat. That's that's probably part of my, my my biggest uh, uh, forte right there. But I also had to learn um, striker uh, maneuver scores. I did uh, the Bradley course. I don't know when you guys know what those systems. I have are. no clue what the end that is. But, um, but like I'm going to fake zero. it until I make it. If buddy. you're looking at us, zero experience yeah. in military, brother. That I, like, you know, exactly. Alan, our face. We have Alan here for you. An armor guy. Our faces look all. Were you an armor, armor, or, or ground guy? You a ground guy too? Okay. Uh, so, so basically, like once once you pass over from the enlisted side to the officer side, they start having you learn a bunch of the you know random ass stuff just so you can be well rounded to so, fit whatever they need for that situation. Yeah, I, I was already pretty good at. Did you hit the thing? You might have hit the thing right there. I can hear you moving it. Is it no good? All right. There it goes. So I, I'm. Uh, I did. I did a ton of years of com- uh, ground combat, and then. Um, 
I had to learn um, the the striker maneuver course, and then I I had to go through the battle course, which is basically small versions of the tanks. Oh, but if one of them is track, is a track vehicle. The other one is a eight wheel fucking armored personnel carrier. But the um, I guess the tactics still kind of somewhat remains the same. The armor, uh, depending on which one you are on, uh, changes. Then the weapon system on, on on them changes. That's all it is. So so you you cruised around in like a tank, kind of like I, I know it's not going to be like the movie, but like. Were you in a tank like that and traveling cross countries and stuff like that? I did that with the Bradley only in training, and then I did that with the Strikers in in combat. Okay, crazy. Is it claustrophobic in there? Look claustrophobic as shit. Uh, I guess I'm used to small, tight spaces, given my upbringing. Uh, That's what he said. Yeah. So uh, yes, they are. They are quite small. They they get more. I was gonna say something about (laughs) so much. I was gonna say. Do you want to explain further? I'm a. I'm a. <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed three a shift. Uh, three, three podcasts. The uh, the larger the weapon system, the cramp, the more cramp. The 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 spacers like like is it the same with your APCs for for you guys? Like the larger the guns on top, the less likely you have rooms to move below for the actual people that is going to shit out when uh, when it stops. So like if you mount a, I believe the striker mounts a one one oh eight millimeter cannon. I I could be wrong. I have never used that system um, or the uh, the tow system. That massive thing that got to go up and down the mass. You basically cramp. You're trying to cramp eight people in there. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. Mm. So a lot of the time, the guys who are in there and that's gonna get pushed out during during combat maneuvers. You're being supported by either a um, a fifty cal or a uh, uh, a Mark forty. Hmm. Yeah, um, grenade launchers. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Alan. Alan. Hey. <laughs> I think he did way better than I'm going to do. That's <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, I served 13 years in the Marine Corps. Uh, I had to retire early, medically retired. Um, started off with motor transportation and then ended up with uh, um, a, a reconnaissance group, Force Recon, and then uh, was pushed out. 2012, and ever since then, I've been enjoying uh, no no alarm clock life. Mm. So nice. <laughs> you have the you have the thing, right? What thing in what? front of you? I got the the breakdown. Oh, that's all you have. Yeah. So you can ask. So okay. you can ask. So, so I did have one question, and, and like this is. A, Forgive me if my questions are stupid, because they usually are. But, okay, so the thing I would notice in all military movies is they always seem to give, like, nicknames to everybody. Whether we're watching Private Ryan or watching Full Metal Jacket or even in Fury, they all got nicknames. Is that a real thing? Is, like, that what you guys... Do you guys really give, like, nicknames to everybody and then, like, refer to them as those names? We have unofficial, and then we have official nicknames, so, which uh, we call call signs. Okay, so, uh, so your official name would be, like, what you would use over the radio, right? Yes. And those are just generally... Are they, like, just... Dashes and numbers, or is it a little little mixture of, of each? Let's say um, uh, one of my company was uh, Elite Bastards. Okay. So, so the commander would be Bastard Zero Six. Um, I was Bastard Zero Five because I was I was sec- his second command, and then our our first sergeant would be his uh, Bastard Zero Seven, and then everybody else, you know, subsequently first platoon leader would be Bastard One Six, second platoon leader would be Bastard Two Six. So that would be our call sign. Mm-hmm. But as far as nickname goes, I had a kid uh, whose name was Bonesteel. So we just call him Pornstar. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. There you go. <laughs> I thought you said his nickname was Bone Steel. No, his like, name. No, his real name was Bone Steel, but we just call him Porn Star. I had another kid whose last name was was a long Italian name, Barbie Aliavis or something. We ended up just calling him Barbie. <laughs> Again, and that's just kind of how you guys refer to each other as just just while you're out there just dealing with each other. Yeah, yeah it it. it Sprinkle a little bit, a bit of racism inside it there, you know. I um, think I would have been perfect. No. <laughs> Just for the racism part. Just Nothing for the else. No, no, no. I've been <laughs> a horrible soldier. I would have been an excellent racist. I mean, I, I had a Thai, guy, a Thai guy, too, but his last name was like uh, Chanta Tutalutan Vun. So we yeah. had like a, you know what? I know this sounds really bad coming from me, brother, but I'm just going to call you Chan from now on, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that only just seems to make sense now. <laughs> I can't call that name, and I cannot type that name yeah. out every single time. So, Chan, that's just, that's just who you are now, all right? That's and I thought shit. it was going to be way more racist than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have made it way more <laughs> So, when you guys are in, like, uh, boot camp to start out with, um, why do some people, like, wash out? Do you have an answer to that? Well, as far as... Oh, I figured he... Yeah. Well, I mean, for us, same, but... Uh, in general, the nicknames are, you know, reserved for call signs. And let's be honest, everybody don't get a call sign. Everybody doesn't have a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Okay. So the nicknames that we do come up with, with for each other, we're not calling them. No, no, you're, like, not, you're not calling down, down and, over the radio. Or not over the radio, but not in front of certain people either. There got to be a level of professionalism, not calling some, hey, shit face, you know, <laughs> in, front of, in front of the Sergeant Major, you know. Uh, we had a guy we called, uh, I called him Pimp Sway McKay because he, uh, no, was, you had to say the whole thing. Yeah. Pimp Sway McKay, a.k.a. I'll fuck your mama. He, <laughs> <laughs> because, because he fucked some, one of my Marines' moms. You know, I had to, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I had to send him away. I had to go give him a billet uh, at the, um, at the gate to let people in to work with the MPs because McKay, uh, I'm not going to say the other kid's name, but he's going to kill that motherfucker. Well, yeah. So, yeah. But I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I'm not going to say, hey, Pip Sway McKay, a.k.a. I'll fuck your mama in front of, you know, a Sergeant Major or yeah. uh, Captain or somebody who was in charge. So, Fuck. That, that actually was, they, they, they showcased that in the movie. Their, their company was Love. And whenever somebody was referring to, to the uh, Brad Pitt character, they, hey, are you Love 06? That's not, that's yeah. not his okay. name. They, he yeah. would call him Don inside the tank. So you have internal commo, yeah. and you have you know external commo. Gotcha. So, because he was a, he was War Daddy, wasn't his name? Yeah, War Daddy yeah, was his call sign yeah. in uh, in in between the tanks. Mm-hmm. In the, inside the tank, he was just Don. Just Don. Yeah. And then uh, outside of the, par- the particular company platoon, he was Love Zero Six. Hmm. And somebody called him First Sergeant, um, whatever his last name was, once too. So yeah. Hmm. So when <clears throat> during boot camp, like, why do some people like wash out, or you've seen why do people wash out? Either one of you, Alan, you want to start with Don? Well, uh, I haven't seen much of people washing out in boot camp. I know it happens, but um, the way it's set up, like we don't let each other fail, you know. And another thing, you're not you're not going to just say no. You know, no, I'm not going to. Participate because you know you. There's things called the brig. There's things called okay. We'll just set you back a month and you be here an extra month. You know, so I haven't seen much much washing out in boot camp. Uh, nobody in my platoon, you know, went back or didn't. We had one guy 
go back for three weeks because of the injury. But as far as washing out, like everybody I came with, you know, participated and completed. So. Okay, man. Uh, I have actually seen a lot of washout in um, in, in Ranger assessment and in, in Ranger school. I myself had a, was mentally uh, recycled because I broke my foot first phase of Ranger school. Uh, dropped the fucking the training box of forty millimeters on my toes, and I broke all five toes in my metatarsal. Yeah, dang. Yeah, they. Uh, I didn't think it was broken until the boot was removed. And I go, like, holy shit, my foot <laughs> is broken. <laughs> So I had to recycle Ranger School for again, like fucking a few months later. But um, there is there's a, there's a lot of of washout in in, in that level of training. Basic. I, I think, misunderstood. Yeah. Now if we just talking about. Basic, well, I'm talking about just like just, in general, like basic, yeah. that like you've I, seen. I, I would agree with Alan in terms like basic. You yeah. know, you're you're everybody's fresh. Everybody's fucking fresh when, when when you show up. So you're trying to lift one one person up. My the second week I was there, my bunkmate, fucking two hundred something pound Samoan guy. Sobbing his eyes out, and I go, "Are you right, buddy? Are you are you right?" And I, go, I miss my mama, man. I go, "Oh, okay." Um, I can't, that happens. I can't do anything about that besides, you know, like, hey, you know, it's cool. We all miss our parents. We all miss our families. But you know, let's we can get through this. I was gonna say, Alan knew somebody could do something about that. Okay. Bring your mama on down. <laughs> but that's that's kind of where you learn you learn how to how to create a bond a bond as a team, a yeah. spirit to core. You know, we call it like that. Then you get into your higher levels of, of, of training. If if um, if you're going down down my path, my, my pipeline, I had to go through uh, uh, OSET, uh, basic training and my, my advanced individual training all in one site. And then they sent me to airborne score, and then they sent me to uh, ranger assessment selection pro- process. And then uh, finally, you know, once after a few years, they sent me to ranger school. And... Uh, it was in Ranger Assessment, I, I watched people wash out for the first time. Like, going like I figured, like, you know what? Everybody's gung-ho here. We're all young. We're all fucking fit. Yeah, who up, man? Fucking going in. And next thing you know, first week. They try to, try to break you. Yeah, yeah. 150 guys fucking within two nights. Shut up. 150 guys fucking dropped out in two nights. And it's, and it's not just, just, just. Out of how many guys in total? Just curious. I think my original class was 375. So uh, almost half of them. One, yeah. two days. We're like, fuck this. It's, it's, it's not just, just them saying fuck it, but like they, they, they do not make the criteria within those I two gotcha. days. It's, so it's, some of it is not so much them quitting as much as they just, they can't do it. It's something yeah. out of their control, basically. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't make, you know, well, run as fast as they were supposed to. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a, like a test where, hey, you, you got three hours to finish the exam. No, you know, you have criteria. You got to make everything single phase before you move on to the next phase and you can't make that you're out and and it's basically a filter it's a gigantic filter for guys who can think who can uh think of solution and who can be physically fit like i can train you to shoot and i can train you to fucking rev a mountain and fight but i can't train the kind of mindset i'm looking for out of these guys and that's when i only realized that after i've been in for a while and then they sent me back as a trainer it's like one of those things. Like some people just get it and can do it, and some people just don't. It's it's more. It's, I guess a little more complicated than that. I'm looking for for the kid that uh, that won't give up on himself. There mm-hmm. we go. I'm he he has to have that capacity in him already. I can't teach that. I can't. I can. I can. I can hone it, but I can't teach it. I got you. So you're looking for like characteristic, like drive. You're looking for someone who has Mental the ability to, to yeah Men- mental toughness, mental toughness, spiritual toughness. What do you want to call it? Um, I try. I try to warn a lot of people before they go through assess, uh, assessment. And it's like, hey, man, listen, it's it's not the same beast that you you're thinking of. 
You can be physically fit and you still fail out. You can be the fastest runner in the world and you still fail out. You can be a great problem solver, but a poor team team leader and a poor team uh, teammate. You'll you'll wash out. There's there's so much we're looking for at that level that that you're going to wash out at some point, and that's why it's it's so small. Um, I remember when uh, when the hell those guys call again. Your uh, your special forces, um, Marine Corps. Yeah, Marsoc. Marsoc. When uh, when Marsoc was standing up, they they brought a bunch of us down to Pendleton. So us, the guys from Seventh Group, a bunch of the SEALs, and I want I want to say a team of Delta dudes popped in, and our, our whole purpose was to be like, hey, you know, we're going to vomit out literally decades worth of special operation warfare for you guys. We know you guys are good, but this is what you guys need to be also. And then from there, they took that and they began to to whittle down their reconnaissance forces. Their uh, I believe we we were. We were pulling from your recon forces, from your special... Warsaw. Yeah. So a bunch of guys were just getting whittled down. So, like, out of, I believe, the original class was 900. They whittled down to 300 actual operators to, to come out, out of their courses. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it's, it's not like, well, oh, yeah, well, you know, the criteria is too much. And I go, well, that's kind of the point. Right? To get the best of the best, you got to have the fucking basic Basic is about getting you ready. Mm-hmm. Hey... This is a new lifestyle. We got your ass for the next four to five years, six years maybe. So you're going to learn to love this fucking thing. You're going to learn, learn to love the suck. Once in a jail, some guy told me the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ. Somebody had a, a, a question for the guys. They want to know, um, what's a Jody? Oh, <laughs> Jody is. Go ahead, I'll... <laughs> it's, it's not like Pimp Sway McKay. <laughs> but basically... Um, when, uh, you know, Marine, soldier, airman, sailor, they're away, deployed, and somebody is fucking their wife or girlfriend, that's it, that somebody's name is Jody. Mm. Poncho. That somebody's name is Jody. I mean, yeah, and, and that's a, it's a common name, and Goddamn. it is what it is, Jody. Yeah. So these, these Jodys come on, because like, I'm assuming if you're married to somebody, uh, they get to stay like on on the base or some sort of tired of uh, military. They can yes. yeah, they if can they, if they, they, they don't have on to. Base. They can yeah. And so so like these Jodies will come onto the fucking base. And no 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 no. This is for these. It's more it's a more natural setting that like you'll find them like. Hey, those girls are are all dancing around, and all right, you know what? You know, let's let's shoot our shot, guys. You know, start talking to them. Next thing you know, like it can be both men and men and women. We start talking to the girl, and I realize you got a you got a, a ring tan there. Right? What's up? Like like. Oh, don't worry about it. Like, he's deployed. And, oh, wow. You know, like, we just spent the last fucking hour and a half grinding on, on each other. And, like, hey, so, you know, you want to come back to, uh, to our place and, and party some more? And I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm, no, I'm noticing this tan tan line. And like, yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. He's deployed. And I go, whoa. All right, then. Sometimes you don't realize until after, after the next morning you wake up and you see a photo of this guy. And you're like, oh, whoa, 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 what the fuck? Had, had, we, we, we've had that happen. We had that discussion here. It's a weird picture pitching. of you and your brother together. <laughs> and sometimes you do realize it. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's as simple as somebody from your unit know that you're gone mm-hmm. and they know your wife is going to be there. By that's, that's, that's the worst one. It's, it's, well. it's from your own internal units. It, it, it could be, be your, a, command, your own command or your, mm-hmm. your battalion. That's, that's the worst. Yeah. I what mean, the fuck? Oh, the guy who, who asked that was in the Navy. So he was asking. Makes so. sense. I don't know. He didn't know guys. what the fucking Jody was he, he he's in the Navy? He probably no, he did. just got, he just got. Uh, oh, he just got in. Yeah, he just got in. Oh, he's about to experience it then. 
Hmm. Two. <laughs> two. Oh, is he out of boot camp? And I don't know if he's out of boot camp, but he's but he was on a live thing right now. Oh man. Yeah. Tell him what's up, man. Yeah. Oh, he gotta be if he's on yeah. He yeah, be. he asked about a Jody. I guess someone asked him because I know too uh just got into the Navy and he and he just got a girlfriend too. Okay. And I guess some someone in there asked him like, Oh, about a Jody. Yeah, he going he better know. <laughs> uh, uh, if he doesn't know now you know. Uh, and poor question guy. for both of you guys is does the branches of military do you guys like talk shit on each other? Like names like Squids or something like that. Like I've always oh, all the time. Like all you just have nicknames for different branches of uh all of the, the military. Time, all the time. It's it's, it's basically one giant family. That's all it is. Like yeah, you know, you know, you're you're picking on your younger brothers and you're you know, but but the one thing we can always agree on is we all pick on the Coast Guard now. The Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Space Space Force. Now the Space Force. Hey, space Force gonna get that work. Yeah. <laughs> space Force. So who's on top? I was gonna say I was gonna antagonize. Who's me. on top? Uh, if you're going by oldest, no, no, not oldest, but like to you guys, like who's on top? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's usually where the argument starts. Okay, got starts you. Off in, the, yeah. in, in, in the bars and in the club, whatnot. Uh, my brother's a marine. I actually have a lot of marine friends, so they call me like, "Oh, you're fucking stupid for going that way, man." We're all marines. They're going. What happened to you guys? Why are you guys in Iraq? Like, going, I don't give a fuck, man. You know, you're like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Who were you shooting at when we were in Fallujah in 2004? I'm not going, hey, man, that happened once. That happened once. I'm going, you fired on a building you just fucking cleared. You left, and then your same team fired on the same, same building. And they were like, oh, we're in, we're in the middle of a firefight now. We're in the middle of a firefight. So they call you in the firefight. Hey, we, we, we got a tick. We got a troop in contact. And they didn't realize that it was their own platoon shooting on the same building that the agents left. <laughs> That's that's my buddy. That's my buddy in the room right there. I love I love the motherfucker though. I love the motherfucker. But um, <laughs> what well, they they, they uh, how do, how do, how does he make fun of me here? Like oh yeah, you know U.S. Army. Like you guys, you guys. The reason why you guys are so large because you guys didn't know how to how to wipe your own ass. I'm going. What, bro? We got we got. We got fucking bidets in our fucking thing. We don't have to wipe our asses. If there, if there's the one thing that the Marine and the Army share in common is is the lack of amenities. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, we went. We I've been to an Air Force uh, defac uh, dining facility, and I swear to God, I saw a, a zero dispenser. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It's fucking Olive Garden. Like, like why? Why are you guys? Like, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is this, man? Like, oh yeah, yeah. How would you like your eggs, sir? What? what? Poached? Like no, we have we have. Uh, I'm making egg omelets. Like going with with whole eggs, with actual eggs. What the fuck is this? Where am I? Yeah. Well, okay. So this is another question I had, and and forgive me, I, I have no military experience, so I I apologize if my questions are dumb. But what the fuck are the rations that they give you guys that you have to take out there, and what the fuck do you guys have to eat? Is it every MRGs? time I've seen MREs? MREs. Every time MREs. I've seen one of those in a movie, it looks fucking horrible, and it looks like that whoever's eating it is just fucking bummed that they have to be eating the shit. Well, I mean. That's how it starts. But then it gets to a point where you're like, damn, hey, you get excited for MRE number seven. Or is that box B? Man, I need number 14. You know what I'm saying? Chicken teriyaki, You got to know how to eat that shit. I think I have some MREs. Hey, bring it out. I think I do. Every MRE comes with a small bottle of Tabasco, right? And a lot of it comes with cheese. Some some have come with, like, some cheese, regular cheese or jalapeno cheese. And you just have to put it all in your 
your meal and mix that shit up. Like if you don't do that, you know, you try to eat it individually, it. it's going to be bleh. yeah. But it's I mean, it, there's a way, there's a way to eat every MRE, and that is true. There's I've only seen some a few very that, creative ways to make your MREs taste better. Yeah. Do, do you remember? Um, were, were you ever in Iraq in the uh, the early 2003 2007 yeah. phase? So we used to have like a, a natural like exchange with the other armies that was there. So at one point, it cost eight of our MREs. Those, like those over there? Oh, no, no. That's a survival foot kit. Foot yeah, kit. That's, that's, yeah. that's something you buy. Yeah, that's something you buy. That, yeah. Trust me. MREs is, is uh, well, it's, it's, you know MREs when you see it because it'll sit right there. If we do this again, I'll bring a box and we can, <laughs> we can get it in. Yeah, yeah Yo, you might not. You, hey, are you guys down to do that shit? I'm totally down. You might not shit for about a week. <laughs> a week and two that's, days. That's hey, what man. it was designed for. It's, hey, it's, if you guys yeah. show us how to. Work yeah. it, yeah, dude. I'm it's, it's, it's a straight up, like, it was designed to, like, all right, we'll give you all the nutrient you need, and then you won't shit for the next fucking 10 to 12 days. It's yeah. meant to be like a brick in your stomach, then. Yeah. And then when you do shit, it's going to be so goddamn painful. It's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually pretty amazed that one of my, my, my buddy, he produced one so large, he actually opened the door of the latrine and yeah. was like, hey, man, come by and check this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> There's all, a snake in all, my boots. We all run there, and I swear to God, they're like, "Dude, that is fucking awesome. That is amazing." Like, I've, I've never seen dudes so so like you know, t- like wow, so enthralled was, by fucking <laughs> shit. It was, it was like the, it was the size of fucking Alex's fucking like forearm right there. And we got like, Jesus Christ, you you get birth, man. That's what you did right there. <laughs> that came like out, that came out of where? <laughs> Like, going, can you still fart, or are you farting right now? I can't hear that shit. It just plopped out of that. So, so you said chicken teriyaki was your favorite? It, it was discontinued in 06. So, so every few years, they update the menu. And eventually, at one point, the, the, the going rate for us was, at one point, it was like eight French MREs to our, I'm sorry, eight of our, our MREs to one French army, MREs. And by the time 2013 rolled around, it was a one-for-one exchange. Mm-hmm. We, we got better. Yeah. We got a lot better. Hey, Eli, we got, I, I think we found a new uh, meal prep plan for you. <laughs> there, you there it is. <laughs> it's a lot of calories. Yeah. It is did, a lot of calories. Did you have a favorite one that you liked or yeah. one that you preferred? My era, like when I first got in, 99, 2000, like t- to me the best one was chicken stew. And then they discontinued that pretty quick. But after that, like uh, can't go wrong with number seven, chicken and salsa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> chicken and salsa was always good. They they seem to know when we like a certain MREs and they'll get rid of it. Like yeah. they're too yeah. happy with this one. They're just yeah. too happy with this one. Yeah. Right. Got to keep you fucking angry out there. <laughs> All right. All right. So I gotta ask. I gotta ask a couple questions. Chunks over here rating the snacks. He's like, <laughs> he's here all about this. Like, he's, he's like, fuck he's, that. I'm hungry now. He's, he's making one trip and that's it. <laughs> Um, one of my buddies is in the military. Um, he's in the Navy. Um, he traveled all over the place. What is uh, some cool places you guys traveled? Um, did you guys see anything cool outside of it on your leisure time? Or was there leisure time when you were there? Or, you know, give us some background as, I guess, maybe where you traveled, if you can share it, um, or what you got to see. That was fun. I, I saw Iraq, Afghanistan. And I did not go much else besides whatever was on mission. I don't mean to be a dick, but neither one of those sound fun. Actually, okay. Afghanistan is quite beautiful. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Up north, northeastern, it's it's Tora Bora caves. You, you really subtract out. <laughs> hey, it wasn't in the mic, so I'm fine. <laughs> it just got into everybody's mic. <laughs> you just it was just it, louder. It. <laughs> it's like a lawnmower coming through. Pull off the bandage. <laughs> Shit. 
I mean, I mean, where else can I say like I stood on a fucking ziggurat, like one of the oldest fucking structure known to human 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 civilization. That's holy cool. hell. I was going to ask you what a ziggurat was, but yeah. you it's, went it's, it's it, a so. it's a it's a Mesopotamian uh, pyramid. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I got to fire a fucking tow missile <laughs> off of it too, so that was even even better. God <laughs> damn. What about yeah. you, Alan? Well, um, there's a there's a situation. Well, well, how can I put this? At all at all at all times, at every point in the world, there are naval ships, right? There are arcs, and in, in each arc, there are six to seven ships, right? They got aircraft carriers. They got you know some that carry this, some to carry that. Uh, uh, a destroyer, submarines, you know. So at one point, I and I got to go on one of these arcs, right? And it's called a Westpac. And on the if you're a marine on the west coast, you you know you can go with the naval ships on the Westpac. So you'll hit like Australia, Hawaii, you know, countries on this side. And then if you're on the east coast, you'll leave from the east coast, and it's called a Met float. You go with the navy on the, the naval ships on you know to Italy and all these other uh, countries over that way. So that was probably the dopest. Uh, situation I've been in as far as seeing places because one week I'm bungee jumping in Thailand, the next week I'm sky skydiving in Australia. You know what I'm saying? And we and when we're there, we're not working. Yeah. You know the people that work on the the, the navy, we call the navy our taxi cab drivers because <laughs> we on we on them that's ships. What, that's what we call nothing, the air force. For yeah, us there's nothing for us to do on those ships, so we just chilling, just working out and and getting that. You know, trying to talk to the. <laughs> Talk to the women and, and just waiting to get off so we can kick it. And when we get off, they're like, okay, and today's Monday on next, you know, on Friday, be back at the ship by midnight, you know, mm-hmm. that type shit. So we'll go get a hotel and just tear up Thailand, tear up Singapore. And to me, East Timor, to me, that was probably the most interesting thing I've done or seen while I was in. Cool, man. It- doesn't sound so bad when you I say it that. When you talk about that part specifically, yeah. <laughs> true. So uh, in the minute, I'm, we're gonna pay a bill, but it's not gonna be a commercial. It's gonna be more of a thing of like I'm gonna talk about Globe Deli because <laughs> it's delicious and it's so good. It's so great. Well, you want your eyes, Chuck? You want your eyes? I know you're not in 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 shock right now. No, I was just trying to make sure my eyes move. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was doing too, Chunk. When I was, oh. <laughs> I just clear my throat, make sure my eyes still work. Yeah. So the Globe <laughs> Deli, which is in Costa Mesa, California, uh, they sell sandwiches and meat and cheese and other stuff. Um, really good spot. Really good food. Uh, Eddie's eating there, or the drip is eating there. Uh, he likes it. I thought he would talk right now, but he's just eating fucking gummy bears. Um. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, um, it is a tiny spot, so you know, be prepared to be like waiting. Um, like I said earlier, um, you do need to get there early. Yeah, right, because they do run out of meat. Um, but yeah, everything is still fresh in there. That it's it's really good. Dude. I liked it. It's a German. Deli. How are the sausages? They're delicious. You're going to say something about me not bringing you sausages, huh? Every time it's I, I just gave you wiener right now. Did, no, yeah, mm, eh, okay. I did, though. I wanted tomatoes on it. Yeah, you dropped them. They're on the floor. <laughs> hey, but but were those were those wieners from the Globe Deli? They were not. No, they're they not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Next, they're, 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 next time. Put up on my job. Uh, Eli's eating there. I, I brought him sandwiches from him there. He, he, he loved the sandwich. Put the mic in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what was that sandwich you gave me, though? The club. Like, 
The cl- no, yeah. it was uh, the, oh, the roast beef one. Yeah, the roast beef yeah. one. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. great. Uh, Chung's eating there, obviously. Um, we should have a Globe Deli freaking uh, yeah. day one day. Pea soup. Where, we, where we you just pick up a bunch of sandwiches yeah. and bring the them to pea, us. The oh, I can pick a bunch of sandwiches for you. You are close to there. You're always talking about I'm down the street. I'm down the street. I am. You can bring it to us. Let's all go to the Globe Deli and take up all the space in the Globe Deli because we are not a bunch of small individuals, bro. And. I like to think of myself as He petite. would love it. But yeah, uh, Jason's the owner. He's um, there with his uh, wife, uh, Bunny. Uh, it's a found family owned place. It's really nice good. Nice joint. Right yeah. on the freeway. There's a, there's a keg there or a tap for like a German beer there. So you can sit there and chill and drink and eat if you want. Um, chunks bought a stein the there too. Case. Yeah. So it's really good. Somehow in that same mug, that mm-hmm. big ass mug, mm-hmm. my family used it to put flowers in. I happen to look over the table. I'm like, I'm like, isn't that the mug I bought? Fucking big old bouquet sitting there. I'm like, fuck. I guess it's used for something. Yeah, they couldn't find a vase. So they just I, used I that. Too many beers and me put it in there because it fucking everything would get warm. It's you, good you for you the gotta flowers. Take a picture. Home. You got to take a picture of the bouquet and post it on your IG, bro. <laughs> See, there you go. Tag with a bunch of dead flowers in it. Yeah. Oh, get some new ones. It's, it's prettier this way, mijo. No, that's for Eddie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for Eddie. My, that's yeah, yeah. That, my my family's not that brown. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're not that kind. Of, uh, we would pay for Eddie's family. Don't oh. worry, oh. that's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> not Eddie's family, just his. Dad. Oh, somebody else being racist finally. Thank you. <laughs> Holy shit! I want to ask you guys, uh, Alan. First, um, is there a difference between a bonus wing? Holy uh, shit! Somebody's <laughs> brought it up finally. Yeah. No, no, no. You just got and a chicken wing. No, is is it? What, is there what do you prefer? Chicken, chicken, chicken wings? Do you prefer bone in or bone, bone out? Bone in, man. Okay. Holy Mint. shit! Hold on, that's hold on. not the question. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Flatter drum. Uh, now we're evolving this question. Oh, it's gonna get better and better. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, practicing it so much. I like the flats. I like the flats. Cool, yeah. cool. I'm with you. I like okay, the flats too. so their whole thing is there's no difference well, between a chicken not, nugget. Hold on, we're not at minion. We're not at minion. Let Alan let Alan get there first. Well, he can't say that. Holy shit! No, no. One person. Let one person go. Let one person go. The other person go. The questions. Holy shit! So men. Bone in or bone out? Chicken, Chicken wings. wings. Uh, bone in for sure. Okay. Uh, and then drummits or flats? I don't care. Okay. Mm, okay. There you go. I, I totally awesome. forgot, just for this question, our friend, our group of friends talked shit on me because I got boneless. I forgot he would have picked bone in. That's there my bad. Go. So go ahead. <laughs> I picked boneless? Forget Fuck it. majority of the world picks bone in. <laughs> okay. Um, so is there a difference between a chicken nugget and a boneless wing? No, not no. really. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Men, no. yep. do you think this? No. It's just chicken with bread, breading. That's all it yeah, is. That's, that's no a chicken bone. nugget again. No, see, that's the, see, that's the difference. So Sarah was here, right? What did Sarah say? Hold Sarah on, said, "Hold on, I'm trying to hear my what? victory song yep. in my head right now. Oh, and your talk is messing I hear it. up. I hear hold it. on, hold on. So other people hear are here. So other people have been here. So other guests have been here and said the, the difference. One. Now, one, guest, one guest. Who cares? That's still a guest. She still counts. Chunk, oh, well. defend your woman. Yeah, you defend her. It's fine. You want to do Ultra Sarah right now? You know what? She was full of shit when she said all that. <laughs> it's all about fun. Oh, yeah. No, she was no. not full of shit. No. Was full you, of got, shit. you got upset because you had a smorgasbord of meat everywhere. Look, yeah, Sarah yeah, yeah. is what? amazing. We all love her. She's allowed to be wrong about one or two things. I know. Chunk's no, no, no. Hey, Chunk, one, two. Do you think there's a difference between boneless wings and nuggets? One, two, ten things. I yeah. mean, take pick your number. Like, yeah. What Sarah said was that it was like they chopped off of a bone-in wing. 
and it was the texture of the meat. And I'm like, no, it's like ground up, ground up chicken mash. What is your hatred towards boneless wings? It's not I don't hatred. know. No, you guys wait, have wait, a wait, serious hold on, hatred. Hold on, hold on. hatred. You're the one that started this. Just yeah, so you know, yeah, I started I did. this. What's but your you, they have a hatred. No, they have a hatred for boneless wings. They have a hatred for Anna Kendrick, and they have a hatred for The Rock. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's all the things oh, I love. You hate. It's not a dog. No, it's, okay. head so, or, it's not dildo hey, head rock. So, it's the fucking rock, Okay, so for looking at the rock, does this have? Not look like a penis, or does it, does it look m- like the normal rock? Head? It looks like a rock. You got to turn him backwards because he was backwards that day. <laughs> nah, that's the rock. It still looks like a penis head. The rock's on the table too. It's right here. Well, see, that looks like hey, the, rock. the rock. That looks like the rock. That looks like a fucking dick with a face Sarah, drawn on it. Hey, when Sarah gave it, she's like, <laughs> she was putting that all together. She's like, they even have the vein across his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some fucking haters. I can't, I can't mute all of you right now. So, I mean, I could. But you can't. It would mean everything, though. But yeah, we have this discussion, you know, with everybody. Beige oh. doesn't eat meat on bone, which I'm like, that's it's just fucking weird. weird, right? That's weird. You guys think I'm weird because like, I don't drink like, either? No, 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 I've met other people. You know, and I've met other people that don't eat uh, meat off a of bone too. So you know, it's not like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But the combination is, is weird. It though. is strange. Just saying. What the fuck? And it's fun as shit to make fun of, too. Because <laughs> well, he does. You know what's funny? What's my laugh, asshole? <laughs> you know, no, it's actually. Okay, Krusty. Yeah, what the no, that was my Krusty. That was my Krusty. It's true. Um, no, it's more fun as how angry you get about it. That's really what no, makes no, it fun. No, no, I get angry about The Rock and Anna Kendrick. That's what I get angry about. No, no, you get angry about The Bones. Wings. No, you because you make it seem like you're a mutant if you don't like me on the bone. Well, I'm not arguing that you are a mutant. Clear hair. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Ask a fucking question. I don't, I don't want to do some more. So, if you guys had to pick a movie that you think would be a accurate depiction of military life, we'll say it doesn't have to be, you know, actually like a war accurate or a boot camp accurate. Just something that would be general. That if people were to see it, that would be like, okay, this is probably. Closer to what actual being in the military is actually like. Do you guys have a suggestion or a movie there, or TV show or something like that that you could say that like, hey, if you watch this, this is a pretty close rendition of what military life is really like. Well, uh, I think Generation Kill is pretty accurate as far as the, what was going on at that time. Like there was a rumor that J Lo had passed away, and we had no reason to figure that out, and they talked about it in the you know in the show that you know we don't eat the charms out of MREs bad lucks bad lucks happen when you eat the charms and they talked about it in the show but um, can you explain what do you mean eat charms the charms? charms is a old at old school candy they come in a pack and sometimes they come in some of the MREs hmm. okay. we don't fuck with charms not in the marine corps at least oh. we don't fuck with the charms at all but um post post military i think that um Dead Presidents. You guys ever seen Dead Presidents? Ooh. It's been a while oh, yeah. for me. Awesome yeah, movie. Yeah. I think that uh, that is pretty accurate, even though that was the early 70s, six, late 60s, early 70s. I think it's pretty accurate of what people might go through as somebody who's been hardened by war and they come home just trying to, you know, fit in and try to get back to normal. You know, girl, don't fuck with you no more. You, you can't get a job. You know, it's it's tough. Is that lot, the one with, with Pacino? No, no, that's the no. With, uh, Lorenz Tate, yeah. Which was the one with the, with the Pacino? And he he went blind. Oh, Cinema Woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Cinema Woman. That's Cinema Woman. 
Uh, Dead presence. Dead presence. Dead presence. Generation kill. Oh, Generation kill. Generation Generation kill. Yeah. That, so, that was like a like an HBO TV show yeah, series. Yeah, it's on HBO. It's uh, six parts, I believe. Then you got something. Man, uh, Brothers pretty good. Uh, okay. They kind of kind of follow 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 one one unit throughout the whole whole way through, so you get to see that. Um, I never saw. I. I I'm gonna get booed for this, I know, but I never saw uh, Band of Brothers. So when you say the f- all the way through, so it starts off at like in boot camp until they're they, they, done. Uh, they start off in uh, uh, Tacoma when uh, when they were standing up the uh, the 101st Airborne. Okay. For the for, for they they show them going through their first initial jump training, Normandy, and then all the way down to when the war was basically done for them in uh, in Germany. And um, I thought I, I thought that was an interesting take on like yeah you know you're following this one unit alone and. Kind of going through the the, the entire process. Uh, as far as movies, is they get a lot of theme rights. Blackhawk got a lot of themes about brotherhood right down, but they um, it's it's hard to kind of encompass all that complexity together. Sure, I get you. Know? You know, I, was, I wasn't trying to like put you in a spot and be like, oh, name me something that I can watch so I can pretend like I was there. Uh, <laughs> I was more just kind of like you know, well, because you know when you watch movies, you know shit's exaggerated and shit's not fucking real and blah yeah. blah blah, you know. Uh, so that's why I was just asking if there was something that you could, uh, you know, like I said, something that would be. Everyone once once in a while will, will watch a movie and go, "Oh my god, right? This this is dead on. Yeah. This is just dead on." Like the how, how to portray it. Um, I, I imagine it's probably more like parts though. Like you probably yeah. watch a movie and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like this scene right here. Like fucking hey, I I I went through something just like that or something like that. You know. So my my brother was in the military. He was in the army, and he was telling me that when he was when we were watching Band of Brothers together, there's a scene where they're taking down like a um like that that city where they were getting shot inside the buildings, and they're trying to like take over. I don't know what episode that was. I think it was episode two. Um, my brother was telling me that he put it on surround sound, and it kind of shook him because the bullets just sound the exact same way. Oh, here's. Zoom, zoom. Like they sound like little pings coming off, and he said that was like very realistic because he had surround sound system. He said that was almost to the almost to the T how they sound like. It's, it's funny you said it because I just finished uh, uh, Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare Two mm-hmm. uh, that my brother downloaded, and I was just playing through through a random ass mission, mm-hmm. and then I felt that that gut feeling again. Like I don't know why I went. I was in the game. I was going through a house mm-hmm. and. I guess I just shot this woman's uh, uh, husband, and she's gonna dance um, off to the side crying. And then I went through the house, but in my body, everything just, just told me the game didn't prompt me. Nothing, nothing like that just was prompting me. But like, turn around, wow. like so. I turn around, and I see her crawling toward towards the rifle. I'm like, holy shit! How did they know about this to put this in the game? That yeah. the moment you pass by this NPC, it triggers them to go start crawling toward a weapon, and then that makes you to turn around. Uh, Otherwise, they'll shoot, shoot you in the back. Right. And I can just, I just had to pause the game right after that. I go, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening here? It wasn't It wasn't something that I was trying to immerse myself in. But, like, Jesus Christ, like, I haven't had that sensation in, in literal years. And all of a sudden, like, just playing a single, simple, simple game. Mm-hmm. I got brought one. it right back. So has there been, in like, any movies besides the video game? Has there anything kind of, like, triggered that same sense before? I... I have not watched Lone Survivor because um, my company took part in in the, the 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 search and rescue for those guys, and I read the book, but uh, they did not paint us in a very positive light. I get it. He came home and they immediately was like, "Oh, so 
we did it, guys. You know, fuck yeah, we got this guy home, but you know, he lost all his brothers. And the army was basically trying to panhandle him as a, oh yeah, we did good, we did we did good. And and it's not just just the army, but the Rangers too. So we did the guy dirty, in terms of our higher 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 command. We we just came back from an op- operation, and then immediately we was told, hey, turn around, you guys are going back out, refit, refuel, get your waters in, get your ammo in, you need to get back in the fucking fucking the birds and fucking we need we need to get you, get you guys back out there. Um, when when he wrote his book, I got a little. I, I don't know if you guys know a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, animosity. Not animosity, there's a lot of uh, competition. Okay. Uh, a lot more than, than normal between the SEALs and the Rangers. And it's gotten to the point, I don't know when it started. It just started and it just kept happening. And next thing you know, we're, we're just bagging on each other's left and right. And it's not, I don't, think, I don't think it's healthy anymore between the two SOCOM forces. I don't think it's healthy anymore. To the point now where we're backing on each other on our TV shows and on our movies. And people think that's the case. And like, no, I just went there because I was told to go there to go find these guys. What happened afterwards? That was not my fault. But you know Hollywood. Hollywood likes to throw out, oh, you're in the Marines and, and you're in the Navy and you're in the Army guy. Well, you're going to have a fight in the bar. Mm-hmm. Th- throw that little, little, little gem out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and the SEAL, the Ranger uh, thing, I think, was small. And now it's got blown out of proportion because of media. Sure, I can see that. Yeah, so it, like, it, it didn't need to be like exasperated. So, like yeah. you were saying, like in between the branches of military, you guys is like a friendship, brotherhood. You guys talk shit. We to will bat on each other. We will, we will, like, oh yeah, you know, like uh, Marines. Uh, you guys eat crayon. Oh, Army, you guys, you guys stand for ain't ready to be, to be Marine yet. Yes, you know it sounds. It sounds like it's like any group of guys, like even yeah. us. Like, yeah, you know, we're all a fucking team, but you know, you but, fucking poke and prod and fucking honestly, talk some shit like, to each of you. When you when you brand new and you eighteen nineteen, that's when you really. Like, that's after, that's when you really that, perk, yeah. Like we we all got the same yeah. goals, you know. We, right. yeah. we I think I think Alex met a few of my Marine buddies from 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 Doheny's bar, and then he's like, "Yeah, it's it's nothing like the way you guys the way we think it is," you know. Right. Yeah. So to be, you think like movies, social media, and all the, I guess you could say bullshit, just amplify that into nonsense. It's drama. It's just drama for no it's reason. Drama. It's good drama, and 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 you can you can you can create that kind of drama for people to go, "Oh yeah, you guys, you know, you guys." How do you make the, the SEALs look like they're the best of the best? Have them fight a bunch of fucking rangers and then beat their ass up. Mm. Oh, fuck. I, I had the unfortunate to watch American Sniper, and they, they did my battalion dirty. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, if you're going to put on my patch and showcase me in front of, in front of the fucking world, uh-huh. and you act like bitches, I walk out. Mm. Because it, it, it does nothing for guys who's... Worn that patch, worn that flag, worn that uniform. You're 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 denigrating us for fucking what? Hollywood fucking sensationalism. Mm-hmm. I get that the movie was about that one guy, but to put down an entire battalion, I I know people are like, oh, we didn't think about that. We just saw, you know, we didn't think about this. We didn't think about this. Right. But I bet you every single guy who's worn that uniform and worn that patch will go, what the fuck is this? We would never say shit like that. We would never fucking oh, you know, like. No, it's logic. If you're going to send us in, make sure we can get out. And if you can't get us out, let us fucking brainstorm for a fucking moment to try to find a way out. Don't just send us in like fucking willy-nilly. Jesus Christ. Right. Oh, can't, you, guys, you can't go in blind. Yeah, oh, you, you guys are a bunch of fucking bitches. Like, ah, oh, no, that's that. That, that. that particular point got to me only because I 
didn't think I would see it, and then I saw it, and I go, what the fuck is this about? So, so a question I have, because the way the pictures are painted or the way the movie's painted in the way they depict you, you know, they're the little bite-sized pieces. Is it something where you look for a military movie or a war movie to come out, and you say, hey, I want to watch it, or is it something that you say, no, I don't think it's going to be something I'm going to watch or something I'm really interested in, or I don't, I don't need to do that? Well, I'll start. Yeah. Well, going back to your question, you know, do, do movies trigger me? They all do, yeah. right? But at the same time, even though I know I shouldn't be watching them, I watch every single one. I yeah. just got to put myself in, this, in the, the right space. You know, I got to be in the mood. Um, Brian told me about a, a movie to watch uh, like two months ago. But the way he described it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to just jump on this. I got to be in the right. I prepare myself for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he would ask me all the time, have you seen it? And then finally I explained it. I was like, you know, it's not that I don't want to see it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just got to be in the, um, the right state of mind for certain things. But, um, damn, I went to his question. What? No, no, no. That pretty much answers the question, too. It's like, hey, do we look forward to it? Do you look yeah, towards them? I look and forward to it. It may, be, it may be the fact of, hey, I got to hear it from one of my buddies how it is so I can prepare myself. Or is it something you go out and say, it just came out. I want to check it out. Or Yeah, I look, for, I look for it. And if I check, if I see it in a theater, which I shouldn't, because that's when it's really real with the, the sound, the sound and everything. but if i see it in the theater it might be a matinee i'm by myself and if, if i'm at home you know i might be by myself just chilling you know i don't watch it with family or anything like that but like i said i probably shouldn't watch them as much as i do but i watch all the motherfuckers. it's still something comfortable in a sense but uh um like with those kind of movies has there been times where you had to like watch them in parts yeah so it's like oh this is a little too much i feel myself yeah. The, the anxiety building. And then, all right, I got to stop. And then. Yeah, I paused it. I've done all that shit, yeah. I mean, uh, I wanted to be prepared, so I watched uh, Fury today. Okay. You know, I didn't want to watch it last week. I wanted it to be fresh in my mind. I took notes and everything, but afterwards, my lady was like, man, you drank that whole bottle? It was wine. Okay. If it was liquor, I probably would have dug into that shit, but I only had wine, so I knew I needed something. To just keep me at ease, you know, just so I can make it know. through it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because the movie is pretty intense, and there's a lot of like, uh, I mean, there's like tense scenes, and like you guys were saying, like we kind of made light of it because it's a movie, and you know, heads getting popped off. But I mean, like, it's intense shit in the way it's shot, man. Like, you know, uh, even watch just watching that movie, it was kind of there's certain parts I'm like, ah, damn, you know, or you know, I don't have the the surround sound and everything set up in my house, but even yeah, like you're saying, like the way it emphasized. Uh, uh, the quiet next to the explosions and the gunshots, man. It just, it could, uh, yeah. It was an intense movie. So my brother shared a comment with me, um, and I'm curious to see what you guys' opinion is on this. My brother told me that when he meets with friends who are in the military or he just meets somebody that's in the military, there's like an almost like an instant brotherhood. Like, I know what you've been through. I know what you've been, and I, I know where you've been. I know where you're going. Respect and it's like that instant brotherhood because my brother was telling me that when he would meet fellow soldiers, uh, fellow uh, um, army men, or 
other soldiers that he would work with or knows of their platoon or whatever, it was almost like on site when they would look at each other. They didn't have to get to know each other. It's like, oh, I was in this platoon. Oh, so you know this person. And there was like a connection to the point where like, yo, let's go grab a beer. Oh, yo, let's go grab lunch. I want to talk to you. It's almost like uh, instant brotherhood that can't be described, that can't be disclosed. It's not something that, how my brother said, the civil would be able to understand or uh, I guess me or anybody else could really understand because it's a different type of friendship to a different type of bond that only you guys would be able to understand. Less than, less than a percent of us went, went to war in the last 20 years is still less than a percent of, of the American population. So it's hard to find, but it can also blind you. Like it, it, it happened to me uh, locally here too. Um, you know, I've, I've been out for the last fucking five, five something years now. And I haven't seen a single person from, from my battalion. So a guy showed up to the bar uh, we're just gonna call him Bounty Hunter Ranger guy to give, just to show you guys just how ridiculous this guy is already. Yeah, Alex. So apparently he's already shown up once already. Um, bartender told me, yeah, this guy showed up, said he was a ranger, fucking came in with police dogs. He didn't have a badge or something like that. We we think he's just a fucking bounty hunter, bounty hunter guy. So told him put the dog away, man. You can still have a beard, just you know, put the dog away. Second time around, he shows up. I, I was there and uh, sat down next to me and started talking to me. and like, oh, yeah, man, so uh, what'd you serve? And I go, no, so I go through my, my whole spiel again. And then, uh, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I was in first battalion. My eyes went fucking wide and my vision went narrowed. I fucking, I had horse blind on. At that point, I just wanted, like, fuck yeah, you know. I want to hug him. I want to shake his hand. I want to talk about everything and that. Fast forward about 45 minutes. He's fucking throwing beer bottles and fucking calling me, you're a fucking stolen valor, man. You're fucking stolen valor. I'm, the whole time I'm trying to, whoa, whoa, calm down, man. Calm he was down. was telling like, you that? Yeah, he was trying to tell me I was stealing valors. And uh, he gets up, bartender grabs the beer out of his hand. He jumps up, grabs the beer back from the bartenders, falls backward. I'm trying to help him from not fucking getting con- concussion off the pool table. He's still trying to get fucking get kicked out. The whole time, he's just yelling at all of us, like, oh, you guys are fucking supporting stolen value. I'm fucking like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know, I sit down, and I'm trying to find out, what the fuck just happened here? Everybody was like, dude, he never answered a single one of your questions. Like, what do you mean? Like, going, man, you answer all of his questions. And he just kept probing, and he just kept probing, and he just kept probing. Notice he just kept getting mad every single time you answer a question. I'm going, no, no, I don't. I'm like, going, you ask him very specific, pertinent question. To your specific unit. Probably something he doesn't even fucking know. But now he does. And I realized he was basically just. Picking it was he? Picking at me. I was so. I wanted so badly to bond with this guy. That I let him into secrets that. He would never have known. Unless I fucking told him. So. so I'm following this right. And, you know correct me. So. Was, was he just. Just pretending that he was a fucking ranger? We don't I mean, know. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. He stuck to his guns. And, tell, he showed up the third like time, and that got police involved and everything like that, too. What? <laughs> it's called rain. That's the rain it's coming rain. down yeah, in the background. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off. But, like, but, like, uh, but we, had, we had to call an ambulance for him the last, the, the last time because he got his ass stopped by four guys after, after the bar was closed. Fucking, he shows up like, oh, I'm Staff Sergeant Higgins, United States Army and Airborne Ranger. The moment he gave me his last name and his and his rank, I looked him up. Did you find him? No. Well, at, at the same time, 
I don't know if this guy understood that Min was the only person of military background at that bar. There are multiple guys which he's talked to, and he's introduced me to them. Oh, he was part in this branch, or he was, this guy was a Marine. Like, and they've talked. They've had drinks. Like, he's even pulled out his coin to fucking put on the thing. Like, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that's a real thing? Okay. But then I'm like, can I just get a drink? I mean, <laughs> you're, you're kind of flexing on me right now. I just want a drink. But... But this is people that because it's not the first time I've sat there and this guy was like trying to act like he was part of the military with his girlfriend. And the way he was acting was pissing me off because I'm like, dude, you, he's like, oh, just and you can tell he's drunk. He's like, just say yes, sir, to him. Just say yes, sir. to him. I'm like, you guys just need to fucking leave. All right. She was didn't want any part of it. But I'm like, this guys that go into these this bar, I think they could just say that they're part of the military and be okay cool well you got to pay attention to these dive bars that ha- that's particular where they're at so you're gonna get fucking these guys coming out to question you and figure it out well i'll say and i'm not i'm not trying to besmirch this this guy I, you know if it's unclear although it kind of sounds to me like you mean i just be pretending but my experience of working in bars for a long time is you got to take what everybody says as a grain of salt, man, because a lot of them are just, they're just the bullshit, they're, they're just, they're bullshitting anyways, and they just want attention, you know? And I don't want to speak for Alan, but I, I know, you know, standing next to you, when you're checking, you know, you're working with me at the bar, and you, you get an idea or something, uh, when you're asking about, like, brotherhood, every time you see a military, you always ask, where'd you serve, where were you at, and it seems like there is camaraderie and respect, at least, yeah. you know? I get it, like, with just the different quick, divisions. Quick yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, that's the other thing I noticed, too, though, is, like, I find that it, it. Forgive me for making this comparison, but I find what I've noticed with uh, people that have served in military is kind of the same thing with bartenders, right? You don't go around bragging to everybody, but when you meet somebody else that's in there, you kind of get that recognition, like, oh, okay, yeah. cool, and you have a little camaraderie, and you let it go. You don't make a huge deal about it for the most part, you know. Um, but I would say is I've noticed anytime that you have somebody come up there, you you're always respectful to them, always thank them and everything, and make sure they have a good time, and. Um, I'll, I'll let you speak on that more. For sure. Now, does, when he said that he was accused of stolen valor, does everybody know what that means? I have no clue what that I, means. I, didn't, I was about to ask that question. What does that mean? I've seen those videos. Yeah, it's basically people who are pretending to be a part of the U.S. military. Wow. And it used to be illegal. It, it's, it's, it still it's, is. It's changed now, so it's still illegal, but only illegal. if you profit from it. So if I was, yeah. like, say, yeah. I'm so-and-so gave me special treatment, i.e. financial treatment. If you're giving me a free dog because this dog is, you know, trained for, yeah. for, for, for veteran, disabled veteran for free, that's that's all in dollar. If I'm wearing my uniform out in public and you're giving me fucking free samples, you're giving me fucking free booze military and whatnot, a military discount, that's stolen valor. So when he was yelling, you got stolen valor, he was basically saying, you're fake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, again, that's where I'm going to be like, you know, but mm, See, I, I know I wasn't there for that situation, pe- but people, sounds like people I People forget bullshit. that there are a way for us to check in on this thing, especially in, in, in higher levels of fucking operations. So, like, okay, you, you're disclaimed, you're, you're a part of this. I got a phone call. I got a phone number in my pocket right now that I can call. Hey, Ranger Brands, what's, is this guy for real? Uh, yeah, he is. All right, cool. Now we can just keep, talk, keep on talking. But he didn't do that for me. The whole time, I'm like, dude, dude, calm down, calm down. Hey, you want to call Ranger Branch? Hey, you want to call Ranger Branch? I'm trying to de-escalate him at the, at the same time. It wasn't until after the whole thing was over, people were like, no, he just, he kept getting angry at you because you kept, kept asking him 
questions he didn't have answers for. And then you kept answering his question, like like really important, like small detail questions too. Mm-hmm. Stuff that only people who've been in that particular unit would know. A particular uh, 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 cadence song, a particular um, class number, blah, 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 whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know? It's something like that that he couldn't give back to me. Anyway, I asked him what, who his commander was, and oh, uh, Captain White. It, that was my first. I should have went uh, red flag, right? But but you, you wanted to fuck, you wanted to bond with him, right? This I, is a fucking I, brother. I, I figured, like you know what, Captain White probably came in when I was overseas or something. I probably don't know the guy, so I just you know, all right, man, let's move on. Let's let's see what else we, we can get. Right. I do want to. You, you did mention this to remind me of a question I want to ask, and I do kind of want to just make it go a little bit lighter here. Um, yeah, the, the the songs that you have to sing when you're when you're marching, like that that's real too. The the the, the Canaan songs, what? Before we answer that question, Uh-oh. let's let Alan finish what he was going to oh, say I'm so, first. So sorry, yeah. so we got to jump back to men, yes, and Alan was that, starting Alan. to because after you asked the whole about if we knew of stolen valor and. Uh, I don't know if you had anything after that. No, that like, was it. Because I just, I just saw everybody's faces when he was saying that, you know. But um, I just wanted to make sure you know what he was talking about. No, I wasn't quite sure, but I didn't feel like it was a good thing. But yeah, not at I, all. I didn't know not what that was. Have you told anybody? So I saw, I saw, the only reason why I know that is because I came across those videos on YouTube. Yeah. And one of the, this guy was going around, obviously, doing it. And he came across this guy with, like, this little chihuahua that he claimed that the, the, the military gave him. That was his. 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 His dog. Service animal. That was his service animal. And his marine chihuahua. And then, and then he's wearing shorts, but he has like the the he has the jacket on, and he has like a bunch of different American flags, like the the Velcro ones. And he's like, "Why do you have so many flags on your jacket?" He's like, "Well." Uh, I went on this mission, then they gave me that that one for that, and then I went here, and they gave me that one. I'm like. He's like, so they're just handing out American pat- flag patches, like trophies? Like, that's what they're doing? He's like, yeah, something like that. Now I'm going to go down to Starbucks and grab a drink. I, I'm like, oh, I'm not, my God. I'm not condoning stolen value, but if you're going to fucking cosplay as us, let's just, just Google fucking image a bunch of fucking shit. At least do it right. At least do it. If you're going to cosplay us as a bunch it's of service always members. Fucked up. Jesus Christ. Always. Like the the Air Force top, fucking Army bottom. I've seen that. I've seen a guy with fucking uh, Air were, Force top, uh, fucking Navy bottom. They didn't have the uniform right. I have seen That's a guy crazy. wearing wearing the uh, the the Navy white top, but he he had fucking uh, blue and red fucking uh, Marine pants on. Wow! Like I'm like Jesus Christ, guys. That's how they get caught because they, Google the image is always okay? fucked up. Google image is all you need to do. Jesus fucking Christ. We take pride in our uniforms. Like, no matter what branch, we take pride in our uniforms. So when we see a fucked up uniform, it's going to... Catch your eye. It drives the shit out of us. It drives the shit out of us. Like, what the fuck? Even, like, wrinkled. You know, it's... It's wild. Hmm. It it didn't even look like it was raining that hard. It sounds louder than it looks. It's shit out there. Okay. Now let's get back to the song. Because I know the answer to this one. What? About the songs while you're running. I know your answer on this one. When you would have your soldiers soldiers run, that what you would sing while you're running. I've gotten PC over, over the years. I, I couldn't sing any more. Uh, uh, yeah, you can't be singing about like gutting people to death and fucking fucking bitches left and right no more. So. Napalm sticks to kids. <laughs> I, actually, there, there, is, there was there was a few of that coming out of the old Vietnam guys. So so we have that still. But uh-huh. um, over over the years, they they made us get a lot more PC. 
because uh, now you got like uh, now now you're like oh well if you're running around the commanders you got to be PC if you're running around females you got to be PC. They go, have you seen our females, sir? <laughs> oh my god, they got like, more P's than C's. Like they the thing they're singing like scares me. Like Jesus. But, well, maybe, uh, maybe we're off air. You can tell us a couple of them. <laughs> For us, it was kind of encouraged as far as the the, the cringe worthy cadences yeah. and yeah. All right. The only reason why, like I said, I, I got I thought I I mean I was laughing inside when well actually I was laughing outside too, but um, because one of the times he was telling me that he would have everybody running around, um, he was singing Katy Perry. Shut As they were running, he was making them sing which, Katy Perry lyrics. Which Katy Perry? <laughs> uh, last Friday night. I'll pretend like I even know. I don't. Even, I'm surprised. I, know. I only know who Katy Perry is because she's got there's, the boobs. There, there's a lot of moment in um, in uh, at this particular moment was in Rancher School, and uh, it got to the point where like it was both Britney Spears and Katy Perry that was what we were we were singing because. So hold on, was that for your entertainment or is that to to kind of? Break them down a little bit. We are so goddamn fed up at this point. The other nickname for Ranger School is Anger School. Okay. So at this point, it's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, sing me a song, Rangers. Like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, 55, like, 50-something guys in a pool all in our trunks? Like, only in my dreams. Fucking goddamn <laughs> freezing our ass off at 4 a.m. And, like, you know, we're being punished for something that we have no idea what for. But we're being punished. And so, sing me a song, Rangers. And, you know. One guy just popped off with, oops, I did it again. Next thing you know, you got 40, 55 guys singing the Britney Spears song. I'm just shocked they all knew the words. That's yeah. the best part. Everybody knows those words. I, I, don't I, those I, words. I did the Katy Perry song on our march back uh, in the Florida phase during, during, during that night march. And, you know, just to kind of, hey, sing me a cadence. Oh, fuck. Last Friday, nice. And then next thing you know, you, you got guys just knew the, knew the chorus and just they jump in and go, we went stripping at the bar, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, you, we're singing that over and over again on our, on our way back, back to our barracks. It's, it's one of those moments that is, is innocuous in my mind until it popped back up again because like, it's those small details of the military life that you're never going to get seen shown on, on movies or medias. Right. Word. Cool. That was a... Well, I think that was, that was, that was fun. Uh, last quick question. Okay. Yeah, I got a few more minutes. But... Uh, like acclimation back to c- civilian life, uh, kind of super difficult, kind of a little easier because like on your kind of like on your way out from the military, or like it was pretty easy. I mean, I think the last part of that not so much, but was it like a super difficult like situation personally to to come back to everything not. Oh, I'm coming back for like a week, and I have to go back to my back to base kind of thing. Like super difficult. Like um, I didn't think it would be. I'm a pretty outgoing person, you know, and I have a lot of friends outside of the military. But it was still super difficult. Uh, just like adjusting back to normalcy, you know, and I don't know, like just being around certain people who you know, been through the same thing or, or are going through the same thing as you, because the under, understanding doesn't need to be spoken about. That's why a lot of people don't realize they have PTSD until after they get out. 
right? Because you at yeah. work, you're with people and you're comfortable. You, pro- you probably got it then already. You know what I'm saying? You probably got it just like everybody else in my opportunity done been through what I got, what I did have, have, have it already. But a lot of people don't realize until they're separated from those people. Now you're around people that you love, but you can't really just have the same conversations with because they just don't quite understand. Even if they think they do, you know they don't. So um, it was tough for me. Uh, I went on a, a two-year-long road trip. I was gone for two years. Just trying to find myself, really. You know, at the, at the moment, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. But, you know, looking back on it, that's what it was. You know, I was the highway. Being on the highway kind of leveled me out, you know. I would drive from San Diego to South Florida in, like, two days. Gone. God damn. Yeah, two days. Fuck. You know, I'll, I'll, what, what rocket car was that? Any car. <laughs> Matter of fact, at that point, I was driving a 2011 Toyota Camry. And I have 280, I had 280,000 miles on when I got rid of it. I was going all over the place. You know, I would, you know, go see family in this city, go see a Marine in this city. And I was just gone because, you know, it was, it was tough. Now, I understood it was tough. In real time, but looking back on it, I can see exactly why I did everything I did, exactly what I was going through, and exactly what everybody else warned me about. You know, it's it's tough. That's why we got to really take care of each other when we get out. You know, make sure everybody's straight. Man, you said you was going to go to school. You done that yet? You said you was going to do this. What's happening? What's your plan? You know, how's your relationship? How are your kids? You know, you got to just really take care of each other because if not, people can fall off the deep end. It's like... You, you're in Vegas and you see people, military, uh, you know, you see veterans with signs, you know, please help, you know, dollar here, dollar there. And, and you don't really realize how close you are to really being that person. You know, the only difference sometimes is mental stability or a little bit of mental stability, you know, and, you know, it, it, it is tough. It's tougher for, I think it's tough for everybody, tougher it's tougher for some than it is for others, but it can get bad. It can be, you, can, you can really spiral, like for real. Yeah, it's um, well, Alex was was with me for most of mine when I first got back, and uh, I never had a full blown episodes before until after I got I got home, and uh, that was that was sort of a, an eye open for me. Like, holy shit! Like, what the fuck is happening here? The panic attack was happening. The anxiety was happening. Um, just sheer anger was just pouring out of me, and in my mind, I was just trying to do 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 the next logical step: get a job, find a find a new career. Just just trying to do everything I can to create some kind of purpose in my life. Now that I don't have that anymore, and it was it was it was concerning for everybody else, but for me, I thought like, no, I'm just I'm moving one step at a time, guys. But yeah, but. You're also drowning in fucking liquor at this point. Like, oh shit! No, all right, yeah. You know, it's uh, how often did we go to the? How often did I go to the bar during that period of time? Well, I, I mean, we would go what tw- at least twice a week, but you were there probably about at least three more times that yeah, week. Yeah, probably. Like we ended up like looking up like or like trying to configure how much you spent at the bar. On a weekly basis, <laughs> it's like, damn, you could have spent, you could have saved that much. 
I, I, just on another note, don't don't do that math. It's no, bad. no, no, no. It's but bad. that because I mean, there was other stuff. Obviously, there was other stuff outside of that going on. But it was it was definitely one of those. It's like like. Obviously, I, we I, all I had was, we all yeah. had the conversation. I with was him. basically just self medicating my my like. I was so high strung that I needed something to kind of level me out. And alcohol was leveling me out. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, are, are you an alcoholic? Like, well, by the by all the definition, I am. Like, well, why do you drink? Like, going, it's helped me get stable. Like, oh, and and they don't get that because for them, alcohol, like, oh, you get rowdy, you get fight, you know, you you get. Oh fight. That my kind, god, that kind that kind of yeah. stuff. I get that sober people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I mean, like, uh, not to try to switch tones there, but alcohol sometimes it can be. I mean, it, it can be used to kind of mellow you it, out and balance it dole, you. It, you know? it doles away a lot of that neuron that's that's firing off in, in our head. That's 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 we're trying to. I I don't want to think about certain things, so I do the alcohol to kind of just 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 level out. Right. Or no, even, no. Which I don't think necessarily is a bad thing. I think it just becomes a problem when that's the only way yeah. you can cope. You know, if you need that as like a, uh, I don't want to say crutch because you know it gets a bad connotation. But if you're using that to to help you get to the point where I can. Deal with fucking shit, and that's okay. It's when it's that's how you deal with everything. That's when it becomes. And, a problem. and I think kind of go back to what Alan says. Like I think it's a large, a large part of just talking to my friends, and but it's also talking to a lot of my 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 guys. And like, sure, because it's easier to talk to somebody who's been through it that understands it. You know, trying to talk to guys like us that don't understand. Like yeah. it, it's it's like talking to a wall. Like we can sit here and we can look and we can listen and we can try to empathize. But the truth is, we don't know. We weren't there. We don't understand. What you guys had to deal with, what you had to go through, and everything, and the guys that you the, either served with or other guys you meet that have been military, you know that they know, they yeah. understand that that feeling that the rest of us don't grasp. Um, I remember when it was like in the th- like the thick of it, like he was going through it like regularly, bad too, and uh, it got to the point like I would have the conversation with uh, my mom's boyfriend because he was in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So he he turned around. He was like, "Yeah, I'll sit down and talk to him." I mean, fuck Vietnam. We saw all kinds of shit, and I mean, it never got to that point. Things things started getting better, but um, but yeah, like even even the old timers, like they have no problem talking. Like they'll uh, they've had a longer time to work through it. So like, I mean, it, it's 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 definitely one of those. No matter what what time period you were in the military, it, it's all the same. It's actually interesting because it's the Vietnam vets and 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 the war on terror vets that that seems at the most in common lately, mm. because I, after even after um, the the poll out, I was talking to another Vietnam vet and he's like, going, "Well, welcome to the club." And I'm going, "What club?" And I'm going, "The pull out club." And I'm going, "Ah, fuck, I got, man, I got some friends in a pull out club." <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you're gonna set him up. Man. I'm gonna have to take advantage. I was man. waiting for that. I'm like, you can't, <laughs> you can't say shit like that around me. Sorry. All right. Um, I think that's well. That it's been anybody. No, I just wanted. Look, I just wanted to say thank you both for for coming. Thanks, thank man. you for being Huge. so open and candid. Thank you uh, for everything that you've done, all the service you provided. You know, uh, your, your military service as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you hear that enough, but I don't think you do ever get to hear it enough. So, so I just want you to know that, uh, you know, I know I, I cracked some jokes in between here and there, but I think what you guys did was an amazing thing. You definitely both have more balls than me because, you know, I don't think I could do it. So I just wanted to thank you for your service. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for being here.
I appreciate the insight. I appreciate the conversation. You know, you guys shared a lot of a lot of different feelings, a lot of a lot of the experiences you guys have. You know, even even going through that guy that you, you were doubting, he was a part of the military. Um, you know, sharing sharing what those feelings feel like to you. You know, hey, I, I poured my heart out into it a little bit to understand him, and he just he didn't give that back because he didn't know it. You know that that that's a real thing that you you put yourself through. Probably could be daily. And it's amazing to hear it, you know, amazing to hear what you guys went through. I can't wait for Eli to get on his MRE diet and, <laughs> and shit something the size of Eddie. That'll be freaking amazing. It'll be about the same size as an Eddie. <laughs> hey, it's only going to no, be a big no. deal when I show it to all you all and they come in, look at this shit. Yeah. Big deal in Eli. That's two oxymorons right there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but again, but again, seriously, guys, you know, we appreciate you taking the time out to come in the rain and share all those things with us. It, it really gives me an incredible insight that I couldn't have gotten anywhere else. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, for me, I have a younger brother in the military. I keep bringing it up. So I kind of have an idea, like a scratch of the surface of what you guys dealt with because my brother hasn't really told me about half of the shit that he's been through. But I will say um, thank you very much for your service. It's something that I really hold dear to my heart because of my younger brother. And I have a high respect for military men just because – you guys are doing things that, for the sake of argument, because of what you guys did, we get to fucking do this and talk shit. We get to do a podcast. We get to be uh, able to have our freedom, and people don't take they, people take that lightly. I don't, and I just want to tell you guys we're very grateful for the struggle that you guys faced, the things that you endured. Um, we appreciate your your little bit of a window of what you guys went through. Thank you so much for being here. We would love to have you guys here the next time just to shoot the shit, but we really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Word. You know what I'm yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for taking the time to, you know, talking to us about, you know, things that we don't know, right? And um, thanks for being vulnerable, and thanks for the service you guys did for us. Thank you. Eddie, was this the first time you talked the whole time? No, he talked before. Yeah. He talked at the beginning. Did you? He talked at the beginning. He had some lines well, in there. Good job. Yeah, you got to remember, Eddie sits back. The drip sits back and waits for his time. And then when he yeah. finds the time, he starts. Yeah, he did not see the time. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's no striking. There was no, there's no striking in this episode. There's no striking in this episode. There was no openings. He was trying to swallow. He was trying to swallow the whole time. Yeah, okay. Real quick, real quick at the end. I mean, men has men does like woodworking. So if anybody wants really good Word working stuff like b- tables, chairs, stuff like that. I mean, contact him. You can find him on Instagram, the Wood Shop Life. And that's why you say it like that because I can. Because I actually I leaned over and I read it. very well. It doesn't. I couldn't read the life part at the end. The Wood Shop, the Wood Shop Life. There you go. That's the name of his Instagram. Okay, so you can message him there for for custom stuff. Don't be lowballing. Okay, it does take a lot of effort, a lot of time into what he does. It, it's not something that gets done overnight. It takes it'll take some substantial time. But if you want it done right, this is where you want to find it. You know, you probably could have plugged this stuff at the beginning, and the yeah, no, I'm just whatever. It in yeah, it's fine. Look at men's faces. Like, yeah, you could have done that shit. Look at yeah, him. Hey, Look at him. Hey, <laughs> hey, you get a big one of those. Okay. I'm number one, thank oh, yeah. you. Anyways, he's like, um, you guys did commercials hey, for fucking soap, but I couldn't yeah, get a bucket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, hey, but last question for sure, for sure. Favorite, really? favorite. Hold on. Favorite weapon with favorite gun to use that you used the whole time in the military. Well, what did it end up being? Well, I mean, the Mark 19 is pretty beastly, but there was a point in 2003 that they pretty much said we couldn't use it in the country anymore. But um, 
The M4, man, you know, start off as the M16, long ass, you know, we get comfortable with it, and then they tell us it's going to get shorter, you know, more compact, more uh, more personal, like, easier to, you know, and they put a scope on that motherfucker. Like, the M4, our M4, I like it the best. I mean, there's some, there's some shit that does some damage, of course, but as far as what we can use, what we use the most often, the, M, the M4 with the 203 on it. Yeah, definitely M4 is my, probably my second best weapon. I use it more, the most often, but it is my second best weapon. But my, probably my most favorite was the uh, M110. I thought for sure you were going to say my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a special purpose uh, rifle. It's uh, designed for long-range uh, shooting. So, you know, we'll pop heads at fucking 800 yards with, suppress, with suppressors and whatnot. So it was a pretty cool, cool weapon system. Yeah. Cool. You good? All right. Again, from the ROC, we thank Min and we thank Alan. I don't know if Alan had anything to plug that he wanted to plug. Oh, night. Or anybody you want to give a shout out to. What, what's your favorite wine that we probably get somebody to find you to get buy you a drink or something? You know what? I, don't, I hardly drink wine. I just, That's okay. Was what's a, your favorite whiskey, desperate. Alan? Shit. Uh, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, you got the champagne. I like Woodenville. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> Woodenville whiskey. Okay. Woodenville, yeah. Cool. We're all right. So we're good. We're there. I'll see. We're funny. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.